You are listening to the lost art of podcasting. I feel like I should say something smart. I wedged it loose with my ass. I said, look at this motherfucker! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Give me your shoe! If the sauce had the sound, it would sound like this. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, I don't know what happened to my voice there, welcome to another exciting edition of the Lost Art of Wrestling. We are back after a short hiatus. He says short. (laughs) It's been a while. It's it's wrestling time, we can do this. It's like TNA going, the show will be starting in five minutes time at 25 past seven. Gets to half past seven. The show will be starting in five minutes time. You just said five minutes, like five minutes ago. Gets to 20 to eight. TNA will be starting in one minute time. Are you are you basically saying we're the podcast version of Northern Rail? Of course. Yes, absolutely. Cancelled, delayed. Um, train crew need trains need repairing. Train crew didn't turn up. Yeah, this is true. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Take your pick from excuses. Person hit by a train. <laughs> Use in my case using antique electric equipment. <laughs> uh, yeah. The usual that life getting in the way. It has been recently, let's be honest. We've been all very, 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 very busy. Mm. I mean, I was busy getting married and then Christmas was here and honeymoons happened and But it always kinda of shits on me saying, Yeah, we're not gonna have an off season for like after Christmas. I'm gonna carry on straight through, we're gonna record, we're gonna have like lost arts and take a break for April so we can yeah. do mania stuff and mania build. Or like, well, through March, and they get like January. It's like, yeah, we won't record anything now, guys. They get like now. It's like, shit, we need to do an episode. We do. We need to do some WrestleMania stuff because we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. We but the thing the- is, though, it's not a case of not having free time. It's having free time all at the same time, and it's well, it's yeah. very difficult. It is very very difficult. I mean, I have quite a bit of free time at the minute. Um, Bunkle does have free time, and Coxie. Does have free time. Sam does free time. But they always never overlap. <laughs> Which, at the minute, it's just like like Coxie says, it's just like life getting in the way. Mm. It's just one of them things if things shit happens. I mean, like, for example, like, yes, we could do we could record in the morning, we could do this, we could do that. No, sorry, I'm learning to drive at the minute. That's when my driving lesson's happening. Ah. <laughs> That's all I can that's the only time I can do. Try again next week. <laughs> and it just yeah, yeah. it never yeah. happens. I mean, I've for, for, I've been trying to do a RAD for a, for ages now, and it's just trying to fit it in <laughs> all the stuff that's got to, got to do and stuff like that. And it's like, right, I'll get it in, I'll get it in, I'll get it in, I'll get it in, and like, shit, I've not had time to prep it. And it's like, ah, oh, it's not going to happen, sort of thing. So hopefully, like I say, I'll go try. We're going to trying to hone my craft a bit more, and we'll get some more out, content out there. I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Plus, I've been busy with gunpowder as well, and that's been taking a lot of like prep and stuff like that on my end as well. But that is coming. Hopefully, on my well, not, I'm not going to say hopefully because I've enjoyed it, but hopefully it'll free up some time. And I'll be able to hone my own, shall we say? Mm. But yeah, well, speaking well, speaking of honing our own, 
Speaking of holding our own, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Well, the road to WrestleMania weekend, because we're only 29 days away from Mania. Uh, it's crazy. We've never left it this late. We've never left it this late. What are we going to do? Talk about wrestling. Yeah, like we always do. And our plans for Mania. The yeah. main build up. I believe we have like a podcast to plan as well at some point. So we do predictions, but like, yeah. I'm surprised no one's messaged me yet. Going so, where, where's like the the yearly like mania pod you do? Like there isn't one this year because we're going to do one episode. Yeah, we'll probably do predictions in that. I think, but we do a podcast as well, maybe. Um, possibly podcast. If we can fit it in, if we can fit it in, we need to do like come up with like a final idea and then execute the idea yeah edit it and then we've got to do the podcast so we can do the predictions so then we can go and watch it and we're all wrong again yeah and i've got to, i've got to be the keeper of the pop the predictions again because it's my job <laughs> but we, 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 we can come up with contingency plans i've had an idea in my head so worst case scenario i've already got it in my head so i've, I've got plans for what to what to watch it's just a case of like Sitting down and watching it and making notes, and especially for like Bunkle, who doesn't have the network anymore, because he's waiting for a free trial for them to go, We miss you, come back. And like, <laughs> No, <laughs> well, I, I, I still, I some for some reason still have the network, so um, I was debating keeping it, but like a tenner a month for a product I don't really watch, and especially for something like E3, which I have the majority of on DVD anyway, apart from mm. the fact they put up all. A load of Super Show content from like the early '90s stuff, and it's still like very early Extreme Championship wrestling. It's like, ooh, yeah, like, yeah. Nothing's making want to like keep it. Mm. Like, well, can we? Can we talk? This could be our first topic. It's like the future of the network. I mean, they've announced something. By the way, we've not introduced ourselves. I've just realised they should know who we are by now. But if you really don't, know... I am, of course, your host, Cox the Legend, joined once again by the baddest man. No, that's not. He's not here. Never he's mind. not here. He did. He he, he, he couldn't oh. make it. Here I come, Botchamania. Hey, Jesus! <laughs> I was pulled a lever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's stupid. He's sexy, possibly, allegedly, and he's Flinders. I'm. I am stupid. I am sexy in somebody's eye. And Flinders. It looks like yeah. he's nothing at all. I always feel like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Always catching cold to me. Oh, dear. On the plus side, I know what I'm doing for Halloween this year. <laughs> Scaring children in a skin-type ski outfit. <laughs> well, on the... Um, just before we jump into your first topic, it, uh, you just reminded me then about... Um, well, we'll probably come on to this again later on, but the, the coronavirus outbreak... Yes, um, and people saying like, is it is it gonna happen? Is like it gonna hamper like plans for Mania and stuff? And it's like, as someone tweeted before, it's like a guy died mid show at like in, in a, like a tiny indie show or whatever, and they didn't stop it. They didn't stop that. Uh, no, 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 no. Let's let's, let's just let's go. Well, even, let's go for let's go yeah. further back. Let's go further back than that. Owen Hart died in the middle of a fucking right, yeah. show. Oh. And they carried on. <laughs> yeah. So right. virus isn't like a, a mild, a mild virus. He says with quotation fingers, isn't going to stop a bloody um, the the main pay per view. No, not when there's money to be made. 
No, not when there's money to be made. Oh. I mean, let's be honest, right? WWE are on their arse at the minute. Mm-hmm. They've had a massive drop. Well, I won't say, although maybe on their arse, maybe a bit of a stretch, but they've had a bit of a, um, what shall we say, a shares drop recently. And yeah, let's say they could do with all the money they can get. And cancelling WrestleMania probably isn't in their best interest because that's probably their biggest earner of the year in revenue, buy rates, say, you know attendance figures, because you don't get a bigger fan base anywhere for Rainy. I don't care if you're an AEW fan or anything like that. You can't say it. No other wrestling show in the world, possibly the exception of maybe New Japan at the Tokyo Dome, could draw 70-plus thousand people into one area for a wrestling show. Yeah. So. Um... But then you got, you, you got, yeah, basically, yeah, because you got to think all the people are going to be there. They're all going to be buying merch. They're all going to be buying food, drinks, meet and greets there for the local economy for the shows as well. Because ROH knock around. You've got the indie shows that knock around there. It's, it's like it's, I said last year, it's wrestling Christmas. It's wrestling Christmas. And <laughs> it's if you cancel WrestleMania, you're going to have a knock on effect for every single person that's going to be around there, businesses, other promotions that. Leech off. Well, let's not say leech. Let's say they get passing custom because of WrestleMania being there. Exposure as well, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah, exposure. Right, but um, even in terms of uh, the knock-on effects have with like jobs and stuff like all the the crew and Mm. the uh, stadium um, personnel, all that sort of thing. Yeah, you know. But you've also, like I say, you've also got the event staff there. Like for example, you know, you always go, you go to a show in Manchester at the MEN. You see the guys in the yellow shirts and things like that. You got them guys. I think like this could be a big payday. You know, it's a big show. That ain't gonna happen. You ain't gonna get that pay. Yeah. There's people are gonna miss out. I mean, from the highest up Vince McMahon to Triple H, right down to the guy that holds the leads for the cameras. Mm. All those are gonna miss out on a payday and. It's not going to happen. There's too many people to disappoint. Hundreds of thousands of people, ultimately. And it's too much money floating around. Too much money floating around for it to be cancelled. It'll cost WWE millions. Well, the the fact they've already put so much into advertising and all that sort of thing as well. Yeah. For them to then cancel, go, yeah, we need to cancel it four weeks before it's due to happen. It's like... No, nah, I've had it off, mate. No, it's like stopping an avalanche halfway down a mountain. It's not going to happen. You can't. It's going to happen. It's it, there may be there may be a bit more security checks. You may have to, for example, I don't know, have some way of proving that you've not got coronavirus or something like that. They're going to do. I think they're just basically going to have like stations. Um floated around where it's basically going to be like a hand sanitizer station or that sort of thing and like they're going to take precautions the wrestlers and all that sort of stuff so mm. well this is it and you've got to think as well they've just been to Saudi Arabia and all around there has been infected with coronavirus mm. so very likely I mean these these guys travel all over the world and I mean, there's a very good chance that these wrestlers could catch it because they're very well travelled yeah you know, and like you got all these people coming from all over the world. Like, for example, you've got people coming from Italy. There's always people from Italy that goes over there. Northern Italy pretty much is shut down practically because mm. of it. 
it depends if people fly out of Italy though as well for it. This is it. Especially if it's like an area where it's the infection rate is high. Yep. This is it. And obviously people are carrying it. Not always everybody shows it. Mm. I mean then next thing you know, oh I've passed it on to ten people, then I get ill. <laughs> and that could ease that could happen to you. And you're stood in the middle of a sweaty bunch of people. And you sneeze and you've got coronavirus, you can put easily affect it one, two, three hundred people. Oh yeah. Piece of piss. Piece of piss. <laughs> so no, I don't think they're gonna cancel it, but there will be measures put in place. Yeah. Um Well I can imagine about giving them face masks out. Can you just imagine it? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's happening. Too much at stake. Too much at stake. I mean, if it was any other pay-per-view, I'd be willing to say maybe not. Mm. If it was more advanced, um, like, for example, I mean, it is, I think there's more people infected in America than there is here at the minute, but if it was more advanced, then I could see potentially them going, well, yeah, we'll have to... We'll have to cancel it, maybe, or postpone it. They'll never cancel it, they'll postpone it. Yeah. Um, but, um, there was a... I think this, is it Stardom? I think Stardom in Japan has a, is having an empty empty arena show. That would make sense. Um, like, t- tomorrow morning. Like, well, it's, over here, it's like half past two in the morning mm. tomorrow. Um, simply because they have a they have a contract contractual agreement with a, a TV company or something in Japan where they have to produce content. Yeah, that makes sense. And luckily yeah. WWE don't have to do that. Well, the pay per views they don't. The pay per views go on their own network, their own network. Which, by the way, we, we'll cover that in a minute. But um, they only have to they only have to uh, worry about themselves in that respect when it comes to pay-per-views and things like that. But the TV shows, obviously SmackDown, Raw, things like that, they would have to put something out there because they're contractually obliged by Fox or whatever channel they're on for Raw and SmackDown to provide something. Before where they've done, they've put a um, a special on us, haven't they, where it's been like the clips from like episodes of Raw or a feud build or something. Mm. But you got to think, though, that they'd have to put a few together because once you cancel one... This outbreak isn't just going to die down after a couple of days. You're talking weeks or months. So they'd have to have a lot of specials. Maybe what they'd have to do is polish off some of the old um, network content and allow Fox or whatever to show that. Yeah. Um, Or Best Ofs or something like that. Or put a classic Raw on or classic SmackDown or something like that. That's the only thing where you'd be able to get around it to give them content to oblige the like, contract. Um, but if you cancel one Raw, it's going to be more than one. It's mm. going to be many. Same with SmackDown, same with um, NXT UK, same with NXT. It's it's not going to be a one-off. It's going to be a lot. And if WWE then do it, then you're going to be thinking, wow, well, other companies are either going to... Like AEW would like, well... Mm. Do we want to be doing this as well? I can see them going, yeah, because they, they can go, right, well, we're not giving con- giving you content, but they're not giving you content, but we can. And we'll, we, we, can, we can go live, and we, you know, we're the only place giving you live wrestling. Yeah. I can see them doing that and going for the risk factor on that sort of thing, but then 
ultimately, if say for example something like for example in this country here, they're talking about the idea of um, playing football matches behind closed doors. They may have to just do that, um, like you say the um, Stardom promotion in Japan. Yeah. Um, but what's what's interesting about that one is that um, from what I've read recently. Um, or today, actually, um, that Sky and BT may have to allow fans to watch football for free if they go behind closed doors to allow fans to see the games. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know how that would work with Sky with with WWE. Not necessarily over here, but in America sort of thing, if they came up with something like that, where they would have to have them behind closed doors. But saying that, it's on free-to-air TV anyway, isn't it? In America, or is it a cable? Uh... Oh, good question. It's a, it's a strange one, like, the sort of cable TV divide thing in America. Mm. Too sure how it all works, but... See, I've never been to America, so I don't know. I mean, mm. I've, been, I've been watching um, the XFL. Mm. And game so far. You've watched sorry, what's that, mate? I've watched one game so far. That was the game you sent me on you sent me the link for. Yeah, I've been watching it I've, I've been watching it via means. And yeah, I've been enjoying it. But um <coughs> Have you found it easy to pick up and follow though? Now this is it. Now um I've just got myself into American football. I think I said on the po- on the on the Christmas podcast or something like that, didn't I? That I got myself into American football, and I got I, I watched the Super Bowl for the first time in its in, in its full capacity, and I really enjoyed the game. So I thought, right, okay, I'm going to give this a go next year, and I've decided I'm going to um, I've picked the Chicago Bears as my team because one, on our little in our group, nobody follows the supports the Chicago Bears and I want to be somebody different from what everyone else has picked and two my little lad likes Bears so it made sense <laughs> so I went right I'll go with Chicago Bears that's it then also one of my favourite podcasters was originated from there so Wrestling Soup they originally well Mish on there was from Chicago is from Chicago so I thought right go on then I'll go with that um, but for the XFL there's no Chicago franchise Not so yet. Not yet, anyway. So I thought, right, not knowing me um, American geography too well, I thought, all right, what's quite close to Chicago that they've got a franchise there? I thought, right, Seattle. Nowhere fucking near Chicago, but I thought it's the closest one to it. Not realising St. Louis is on the road for the fucking border of Illinois. I <laughs> guess, so, yeah, there's a bit of divide between Seattle and uh, Chicago. <laughs> quite a bit, like two states. But um, possibly more than that. I think there's more than that, yeah. But I'm, I'm just exaggerating. But <laughs> but yeah, I quite liked it, and I quite like dragons. So because Seattle Dragons, I'll go with that. I'm realizing they're possibly the worst fucking team in the XFL. <laughs> but before we started this podcast, I was watching the game up to roughly the first half, and they were winning the game against the best team in the league, mm. which is nice. They just scored scored two touchdowns, and as I finished watching the game, um, was it the Houston or uh, the Houston Rednecks? Yeah. Um, yeah, they would just score a touchdown. Right. 
So I was just watching her. But yeah, my team's the Seattle Dragons, and they're not doing so great. They're, I've not looked at the score. I don't know what the score is, but at this moment in time, they're one for three, one for one, one, one for one for four. So they've won one game, lost three. Mm. So yeah, they're not great at the minute. <coughs> but yeah, um, speaking of being able to follow it, I mean, it's very, very similar to NFL, which. I quickly learn the basics of through mm. playing a Madden game. The easiest way to invo- learn rules is to get yourself involved with it, sort of like either playing a video game or playing it for yourself. And the rules are very similar, just the only difference is, is the conversions and the kickoffs. And the, um, whatchamacallit, the, the um, two-minute warning clock. Yeah. Because... After every single play, the clock stops in XFL to allow teams to keep scoring at the end of the games. Whereas mm. in the NFL, you could actually drain the clock out quite easily, mm. which is why games can finish like with a minute and a half to go and they're celebrating on the side already. <laughs> so it's, that's what happened at the Super Bowl. It was like just after the two minute warning, and basically that was it, game over. Mm. That doesn't happen in the XFL because you can score two touchdowns. Easily. So, yeah, I, I quite enjoy it. It's, it's fun. It's a lot quicker than the NFL as well. Yeah, that's been one of their sort of selling points, hasn't it, I believe? Sort of. Yeah, it, there's no fucking around. The, the video referees are slick. <sighs> like, really slick. <laughs> I mean, it was um, the spot in everything. And mm. it's, it's, we had the speed in They're doing it quickly as well. Each, like, you know, where you have VAR. Yeah, in in the UK, and it's fucking awful. <laughs> and it, it it's like Coco the Cloud is um, fucking operating it. They need to have a look at XFL and just have a video referee as opposed to VAR. Just have like right, they, they've literally getting the decisions right within sixty seconds, and the game moves on. Right. So they just literally just need to have like right, we'll talk it through with the referee, and that bump, that's it done. And they're getting it right every single time. I don't think I've seen one one blown call when they've gone to the video ref from the games I've watched. And I've seen, I've seen, like I say, I've seen every single Seattle game, and I've watched a couple of others. Well, obviously, this will be the first one I missed. The, well, I technically watched. I watched the first half, so. <laughs> but, catch up somewhere. Sorry. Yeah, I'll catch you up somewhere. I'll just find the score. Yeah. I'll be enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, I recommend it. If you're into the NFL, you'll you're in for a good time. It's it's fun, it's nice. And they have like the one thing they have as well is they have the that they have like, they'll interview the players after they've scored a touchdown and things like that. Which is different. It's a different flavour to the NFL. Yeah. It's a bit more I don't know, it's a bit more showbiz. A bit more show. Even the NFL's a bit showy. But um, even more so. And there's none of the cheesy wrestling shit in it. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. Not no, yeah. well. they've got a proper. They've got proper American football commentators and everything. It's oh, not yeah. like they have, they've not got like fucking uh, Jerry Lawler trying to call a bleeding, you know, an, an NFL game. <laughs> it seems to be doing well so far. I'm just waiting for the day to be the video in the show in like Tennessee or something like. That. Oh yeah, and here sat front row we have Jerry the King Lawler, and he'll be there like giving the whole royal wave and shit. 
Mm. What they are doing, though, is they're introducing a lot of NFL guys into it. I mean, today they had a um, a current player that played for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Indianapolis. Mm. And yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was bigging it up. He was. He was. He said it weren't for him, sort of thing. He weren't like, for example, the he didn't like giving interviews, sort of thing. Because he said it weren't for him, like this coming off the pitch having an interview. Because he's he's he basically would swear a lot and get too many fines. So it made a bit. He made a joke out of it. Yeah. But he 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 was acknowledging the quality of the league. <laughs> I mean, there's guys that apparently NFL is sniffing are over a few of the players, a few yeah. franchises. Like there's a guy who's got a kicker that scored a took like a a field goal from beyond the beyond the halfway line. Mm. Things like that and like sixty odd yard passes. Just clicking the, you know, just doing it and you know, like, well, ooh, there could be some progress. I like the um is it the Houston Rednecks uh, quarterback is getting sniffed at by Indianapolis apparently. And Seattle had scouts as well today to their for their game. So it's it's like it's, it's like a feeder league, in a way. It would be for like these guys. Apparently, the the guy the he made a big deal out of it in the first game I watched, which was uh, DC versus Seattle, and um, it was like okay. these were these were guys who, who tried out for the NFL but weren't didn't get picked up, basically. And there's a few guys that have played a couple of seasons in the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a couple of guys who drafted over, haven't they? Yeah, the, there's... The NFL, yeah. the XFL, and then there's a few that have come like the college... Um, college yeah, they were, and they, stuff. Were, they were like undrafted picks. Yeah. They've gone to like, this is a chance for them to rebuild their careers. You know what I mean? And more football is more football. It's good for them. Because they can, obviously, if they prove themselves... It's like, it's like, for example, if you get let go... Like, you're a Man United, you're a, you're a youth player. And you're not quite good for their standards, so you get let go and you might get picked up by, I don't know, Oldham. Yeah. You're in League Two. Next thing you know, you're bagging them in left, right and centre. Then you'll get picked up by a championship team and you'll do all right there. You'll get promoted. The next thing you know, you're a Premier League footballer. Mm. It happens. You know, you could like you could end up, like say, you work, you put your, I don't know, what's a top-end NFL team? I don't know. Let's say the Super Bowl winners, the um, Kansas City, yeah? Right. You get let go by them. You play, for, I don't know, for Seattle uh, Dragons in the XFL. You do all right, and then if you're all right, do you know what? Maybe the Cleveland Browns might want to have a look at you. Mm. They play you, and then you play well for the Cleveland Browns, and you get traded for another tip. So it's a way back in. It's a way back in. Whereas back in the, in the past, you just that be it. Then you're working for working at Denny's or something like that. I don't know. I just picked some random American company that I knew the name of. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Daddy's breakfast at three in the morning. <laughs> Can't say I've tried one, sadly. <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, um, something that Vinnie Mac's doing at the minute that's actually going well, in my opinion. So, something that potentially might not go very well for Vinnie Mac is the uh, idea of taking pay per views off the fucking network. Oh, yeah, there's our original topic. <laughs> that was our original topic. Um... I tried to segue it back in. Well, it's gonna. He wants to sell the big four, or is it just mania? No, he wants to sell the whole lot. I mean, it's not proven yet. There's no nothing concrete. There's nothing said that he like official statement that he wants to get rid of all the pay per view off the 
network. It's a hypothetical thing, sort of like I'm trying to get that word out. It's quite difficult for me. And um, yeah, there was there's like rumors and stuff like that. Potentially, he could be trying to sell the rights to the pay per views. Um, could be selling the rights to the pay per views to ESPN, I believe. Yeah, I've heard. Is it ESPN Plus or something? Yeah, yes, I think yeah, I think it's ESPN Plus. Um, but the thing is, like, they're in. They're, is ESPN? Some, it's, it's, it's something to do with Fox, isn't it? Um, possibly, I wanna, yes. I want to say that's something to do with that. So it's like Fox has gone right. Well, we want we've got SmackDown. What else can we? What what else have you got? We could potentially make a bit of money off. Mm. You know, what would the diehard fans? part with their cash with pay-per-view and obviously they know you know 10 pound a month you get every single pay-per-view there's that has been plus the ones that are coming up and that's a good deal for me but then obviously you take them off the network you want to keep up to date with the pay-per-view then it's like well yeah you can if you want to watch it live, you'd have to pay 60 bucks or whatever it is over here, 40 quid. Yeah. Or... Well, we get... Wait, so we get for like 20, isn't it? Because of... Uh... Uh, normally it's on Skybox office, wasn't it? Although it'd be on BT Sports now, wasn't it? So... Yeah, it's on BT Sport now. We've normally had the decent and it's like most I think I paid is like 20 quid. Yeah, it's the same as me. I mean, I think I, I paid for um, WrestleMania one year and it was like 20 quid. Something like that before the network and what have you. Before I acquired it by means and went to um, went to uh, what should we say live showings at bars and things like that. <laughs> um, sitting on the floor for six hours, not fun. Um, but what I can see happening is it'll keep the price at ten pound a month or nine ninety nine or whatever it is, and you'll get access to the pay per view. I don't know, maybe a week later. I could see him doing that, or I could see him doing because they're on about doing this bloody plus thing, aren't they? With like network, WWE Network Plus, where you get access to other companies. Mm, but maybe they'll throw into that you can watch the pay per view live. Well, that's what I was going to go with. Yeah, so that'd be yeah. like fifteen quid a month, but then that gets you you can live stream it. I think that's shady as fuck, if I'm brutally honest. It depends what happens because it's at the end of the day, it's like I think they know people would. At the end of the day, they'd either have to pay it or people would turn to streaming. Yeah, um, it's it's one of them. It's, they've got to sort of factor that into the equation. See, uh, if they did that, I might be tempted. Might be tempted. But it's what content comes alongside it. I mean, I'm not paying an extra £5 a month when I'm paying £10 now. Just to be able to write, to be able to watch the pay-per-view live. It's... In the in the UK, it's 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 less of a thing because of the time the wrestling comes on at. Mm. Not, I mean, you could be a wrestling fan, but you might not like the idea of getting, you know, staying up to the early hours in the morning, watching it twelve, one o'clock, depending on when, what if it's spring or not, a winter. You know, one o'clock in the morning, right through to four, potentially five o'clock in the morning. WrestleMania could be right through to six o'clock in the morning. Just to pay for that right. <laughs> yeah. Just to pay for that right to pay an extra £5 a month. 
Mm. when you could wait a bit and just watch it at a more civil time, which is, I'll be brutally honest with you, that's what a lot of wrestling fans do, especially if you've got kids. Do you know what I mean? He's a kid, you're not going to expect to like your five-year-old son who's, you know, he's massively into, I don't know, The Fiend or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, Daniel Bryan, maybe. Or Roman Reigns, you know. Go Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's he's not going to want to stay up till five o'clock in the morning. Well, he might want to. He's not physically going to be able to do that. And as a parent, you shouldn't be allowed, you shouldn't be allowing that. So there's no more school the following day as well. Exactly. So you go right. Well, you can watch it when you get home from school, and then watch it then. Mm. But I think they're going to be like, no, you're not doing that for nine pound ninety nine a month. No, 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 no. You're going to wait a week and hope you can avoid spoilers for an entire week. Oh, pff. impossible. Exactly. It's yeah. not going to happen. And then you go, oh, hang on a minute. I've got BT Sport. You know, for example, you may have you may have an EE contract and got it for free, or you got BT Sport and it's what ten pound a month on top as well, mm. or whatever it is. And you watch Raw. Your little lad wants to watch watch Raw the next day, or now you can go to watch the you know the highlights on Channel Five for free. Yeah, which is by the way fantastic. You're not missing anything if you don't watch it on that. You just have to wait nearly a week for it. Um, which is ideal actually because if you're watching pay-per-view and you've got the highlights for the go-home show the same day it actually works out quite well Um, but yeah you um, I was going somewhere yes there we go you could be spoiled have a spoiler just by watching Raw or accidentally catching some part of Raw and you'll have to tell yourself nope can't do that now more you have to be a week behind on the Raw's and yeah, it's, it's like nowadays, I can go on my like the the day after, or even about an hour after, bloody um, this like latest Saudi Arabia show. Went on my phone, went on Google for something, opened Google, there in front of me, Goldberg beats Bray Wyatt for title. Yep, because you because because the I didn't even type in anything. It's literally there on my Google homepage on my phone. Because yeah. you it's because of what you've looked up in the past and things like that. So Google remembers. Say for example, you thought, right, I want to look up WWE. Yeah. You know, I've looked up this, I've looked up that. And it will remember, like, for example, for me, I always, I'm, you know, this might amaze a lot of people, but wrestling isn't the only sort of thing I'm into. I'm into, like, things like motorsport at the minute, like sports car racing, things like that. At the minute, I'm following quite a bit on the um, Austin Martin pulling out of WEC and things like that. I don't know, don't, probably means fuck all to our wrestling fans. But the point being... <coughs> Point being is, that's a lot of the stuff that comes up on my Google straight away, on my homepage, all my news feeds and things like that. It's all stuff to do with sports car racing. So if you're a person that's into your wrestling and you're going to be... This is all a hypothetical situation. It might not even happen. But if this thing comes in, for example, like, you know, you have to wait a week for the pay-per-views and things like that, and you just want to use your phone, boom, next thing. Oh, look, spoiler. Instantly. Mm without even being able to avoid it. You can't tell people not to use a phone or anything like that. That people's like people's like on social media is like right. Self social media. Not everyone can though. People might need might work on social media. You know, there are people out there I've applied for jobs working on social media and things like that. And 
it might be integral to what you do. People log in deep, log in, log into Facebook with Facebook and stuff like that. I don't, I, you know, it's just it's what it is. You can't suddenly can't sometimes you just can't avoid it. And if you take if you take the pay per views off the network, then I think you're going to alienate a lot of wrestling fans. Mm. And what I think you will do is push them over to a certain company with um, two vowels in the name. Ends in a W. It, it's got a very similar feeling to late early two thousands WCW. <laughs> but I think that's what's going to happen. You'll end up pushing um, disenfranchised fans to different promotions, especially when they're on free to air TV. Yeah. Yeah, and when you can pay, yeah. you can pay fifteen pound for the pay per view. Yeah, you pay fifteen pound a month for the live pay per views, and what have you on the net on the network. Where's the incentive? Because this said company has less pay per views per year, so it's going to cost you less money to follow the product, and you'll still be up to date as it happens. Well, so yeah. And then maybe, for example, I don't know, there's, a, there's another promotion that's giving their shows out for free, but you have to stream it online. This mystical thing called YouTube. And they have uh, pay-per-views every so often. And they're fairly, not that expensive. And, you know, the money that you'd save in between the paying for AEW, maybe you could pay for an NWA pay-per-view. It'll cost you the same amount of money. You're keeping up to date with two promotions. And this is what potentially could happen if you up the price of the network just to have the privilege to watch the pay-per-views live or have them at a reasonable time that you can watch them rather than, you know, losing track. This is what could happen. And instead of making all the money, like, all right, we'll get an extra $5 a month off our fans. No, you'll just lose the entire thing. And you're going to lose a lot of people and they will not be happy with it. You can give him. You can give him progress. You can give him ICW. Not a, not a lot of people are going to give a flying fuck about that. Maybe maybe a few people in the UK might. Well, it depends if they're going to sort of push like spotlight matches of like, yeah, you can see Alistair Black before he was Alistair Black and see him as Tommy End in progress and whatever. Mm. Here you can see Pete Dunne doing whatever in progress, and you can see. Uh, who else? Walter and they can what? do that. They can do that. They can do that already, though. With like focus, like for example, they they have access to progress libraries and ICW libraries should they want to, because they have ICW in their back pocket. They have progress in their back pocket. They have WXW in their back pocket. If they wanted to do a retrospect of a certain wrestler, they can do. They just go right. Here's some cash. Can we have these uh, this match, this match, this match, and this match? Bang oh, yeah, it on the network. But in terms of them basically wanting to go, well, we need we could charge we could do a new tier for the network. So we could have the free the free tier where you go you can watch twenty hours a week or a month or whatever. You've got the, the first paid tier, which is a five a month, which gets you hundred hours you can watch or whatever. Or fifty I've... hours. And then you get the ten a month, which is the current one, and then you got fifteen quid a month where you get ICW in progress and mm. But what I think what I think they'll do with that is they'll have um, 
just the live ones. I don't think they're going to bother with the back catalogue. They'll start with the live ones, what's happening now, now, and then they'll build it up from there. That's what I personally think they'll do. And then maybe at a later date, they might go back and maybe add a few shows, like a couple of square goes or whatever that is. You know what I mean? It's... It, it, it's one of them. You're not. You're, it's an example. You're not going to go back, and you're not going to have like, for example, ICW had their sort of in two in 2014. They had their own sort of what's it? The on-demand service. It was ICW on demand. Yeah. And they announced it before, and they were going to go out live with it a few days before the, the WWE Network came out, and Vince went, mm, "No, fuck that," and actually sort of like jumped the gun. And released it, rushed it, and released it before ICW came out. And um, Mark Dallas went. Dallas came out and went. Right, well, I'll fight you. He asked Vince McMahon out for a fight, <laughs> and it was. I don't know if it was shoot or whatever. Oh, it's probably just a work. Hopefully, it was a work, but I can't see them putting that there on. Would have been talks happening long before, like around that time, probably to get them involved in NXT UK because, like. Like NXT, as much as people probably say, yeah, it sprung up overnight to combat um, world of sport. Right? Nah. Did, did it fuck? <laughs> did it fuck? Well, to, to combat world of sport, come on. World of sport, which ran for ten episodes, and then they they did a little tour. No, 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 no. Let's let's no, to co- to combat world of sport. Let's be honest. You could film two drunk guys brawling in the middle of Blackpool, and that would compete with fucking world of sport. Let's be honest here. But just for um, shits and giggles, I opened, opened my Google on my phone. And the first link that pops up is from WrestleTalk, seven hours ago. Major NXT UK star, uh, Major NXT star wrestles at NXT UK TV taping. Spoilers in big capital letters. Where's my camera? There we go. Here we are. Yep, spoilers. Spoilers! So Major NXT, U- NXT star, so it's going to be someone like... It'd be about like Adam Cole wrestling someone from Imperium or something daft like that. That is a guess for me. Adam Cole ought to be um, Bobby Fish and, and uh, what have you. Uh, Spoiler alert. I'm having a guess. It's Adam Cole. Um, it wasn't actually. All right. It literally says, "Where is it?" Uh, Marcel Barfell and Fabian Eichner of NXT Imperium ambush Finn Balor. Ah, Finn Balor. Finn Balor claimed he was coming for the NXT UK champion Walter. Last night's taping, Balor defeated fourth member of Imperial Alexander Wolf for the singles match, but then was greeted by another interesting name. Tyler Bate answered an open challenge from Balor. So. That's going to be on NXT TakeOver. Well, I, I think the T's in um, Walter, Walter Balor for uh, TakeOver Dublin. That could be good. It makes sense for ba- for, for Balor, doesn't it? Because he's going to have home advantage sort of thing. So, mm. <coughs> but yeah, if they t- yeah go, yeah, so if they do yeah, there's a massive issue with spoilers if they do that. 
I genuinely think that's what they're going to do. They're not going to take them off completely, but what they'll do is they'll delay them. Yeah. And they're not going to take off the historic pay-per-views. They're still going to give you access to that if you just stick with the £10 a month. They... Oh, yeah. They'll keep the... What's um... well, already there. Yeah, they'll keep what's on. But in terms of if you want new stuff... Yes. It's, it's... If, if you want um, extra stuff like Evolve and bloody um... ICW and all that, or Progress. Some, or some random Mexican promotion somewhere or where they've got, or apparently, apparently WWE is supposed to be going into a deal with all Japan, aren't they? As well, so apparently, yeah, to but... set up set up like a performance center there. Hmm. We shall see. We shall see. See if anything comes up of that. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be an absolute shit show, in my opinion. Absolute shit show. Speaking of absolute shit shows, we had Super Show, didn't we? We've had Super Show, we've had TakeOver, we've had yeah. TakeOver, we've had Worlds Collide, we've had Revolution. Yeah, we've had a lot. I mean... Elimination Chamber tomorrow... I believe so. I will not be staying up for it, unfortunately. <laughs> I have children and a driving lesson to go and sort out. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, um, we can start. I suppose we could talk about um, the first show of the calendar year, the actual first show of the decade, and we attended it. Oh, and it's the takeover. We was yeah, we was there at takeover in Blackpool. Uh, yes. Again. Again, we was there. We was at the brew room. We had our little meet up, which went better than Leia before. I feel we had an invasion of sorts from wrestling with Johnners. We did little <laughs> invasion, mini invasion. He turned up in his um. It, it could be a tank, but it was more like probably a Fiesta with a drain pipe attached to it. <laughs> nah, no, it, it was nice seeing him there. We had we had people there. Uh, we had um, we had Pate there. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was an interesting little meetup, and we, yeah, it it went well. It went well. It was a good show. I was drunk by the end of it. Yeah, we was all we was all relatively drunk. I got rid of all my tickets, but I was the last person to get rid of them this time. Last year I was first. This time I was last. But. <coughs> we have no cards left. We got rid. We got rid of them all. But when you when you've got the bunker set and say no, the message is mad because they'll be home by now. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, he had all, he had important work, Mrs. Bunkle. Very important work. But yeah, it was a good show. Um, I'd like to say what was the best the best match tonight was easy, easily Bate versus um, Devlin. By a mile, that uh, that was amazing. I'm aware we're like a month behind on this, maybe two, two months actually. Jesus Christ, that's flown. Nearly two months. But yeah, it was such it, a lot stuck out. That and that, it was the ladder match was a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, the main event, everyone was knackered for it, mm. and then everyone exploded when. Um, Disputed era turned up, yeah, and then you had that. Uh, you had um, 
Eddie Dennis, who we can't fucking stand <laughs> in the opening show, versus um, Trent Seven, who I can only describe trying to murder Trent Seven <laughs> with that fucking razor's edge off out of the ring mm. onto the guy working the camera. That was evil. And then the women's match was fucking amazing. And we had we had Viper pull out a fucking Canadian destroyer, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Canadian destroyer. Now we all know how Bunkle feels about Canadian destroyers. We know how you feel about Canadian destroyers. Yeah. What did you think of that Canadian destroyer? Even still, like, uh, it's it needs to be moved. Everyone just stops bloody doing. Yeah, if you if if you do Canadian destroy, that's the end of the match. It has to end the match there. Well, yeah. it seems like one of those moves where um, the what was it? It was like when when Carlito started in the backstabber, mm. or Jericho started in the code breaker, and everyone everyone in the Indies on looks and goes. That looks like a really easy move to do. I'm going to try that. And the next guy I see is, yeah, I'm going to try that as well. And you've seen like four of the same move in yep. matches from four different guys. And it's a tr- and you turn it from being a finishing move to a fucking transition move. Yeah, it's which a fucking is, spot. Yeah, which is not what the Canadian Destroyer is. It's a transitional move. It's not a finishing move. It's a, tr- it's a, it's a transition, and it shouldn't be. The only way he'd finish it now is if 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 Viper had fucking done that thing off the bleeding what the balcony we were stood on to the floor and flipped over three times doing it, <laughs> essentially blanking her into the floor. <laughs> it would have had to have been on the scale of like Invisible Man versus Invisible Stand. Exactly, it would it would have to be. I mean, the amount of flips Invisible Stand Invisible. Um, Invisible Stan did to Invisible Man, or the other way around it was. I can't quite remember. Their attires were very similar. Um, it was insane. I think it was like six flips before he went through the table. It was insane. Mm. But yeah, I'm hoping for the rematch. This time with no ropes. <laughs> Barbed wire match. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a, a, a rematch this year. Uh, oh. Not not after the finish, anyway. I know. I don't. I don't, I don't know how you top that. <laughs> Blood and fire, maybe. It'd have to be blood and fire. Oh no! You know, Irish whips off to a barbed rope, barbed wire. It'd be a fucking easy. It'd have to be a CZW death match, wouldn't it? <laughs> it'd have to be. It'd have to be. You just you'd have you complete with air horn guy. It had to happen. Yeah. It would have to happen. <laughs> just fucking invisible blood flying everywhere. <laughs> but uh. So yeah, we also had the, the Royal Rumble, which you watched, but I've not watched. Yeah, I watched it live as it happened. And I'll be brutally honest with you, it was a good fucking pay-per-view. It was really good. It's probably the best, probably my top five Rumbles of all time. It was really good. And the Rumble match itself. I mean, the women's Rumble, it was eh, it was, it was okay. But the men's Rumble, oh my fucking God, how good was that? So we had... We found the matches. Yeah. yeah, bring them all the matches. And I'll tell you my opinion on them very briefly. Results, here we go. So we had Seamus, Shorty G. Mm, it was what it was. It was all right, nothing wrong with it. 
uh, Andrade and Humberto. Humberto, yeah, Humberto. It was it was okay. I mean, I think Andrade was suspended after this, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So it was a way of getting, or was it? Have Rory got the belt? Someone got the belt. Either way, um, it was what it was. It was a pre-show match, and it was okay. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Roman Reigns, King Corbin. Yeah, I could take or leave this match, but it was okay. They went all over the place, and I suppose it had a somewhat creative finish, even if the camera work wasn't great. Mm. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Shayna Baszler. It was okay. Do I remember that correctly? I think. Oh, it was the. Um... Yeah, it was all right. I think I remember. If I remember correctly, yeah, it was okay. Well, that was the actual rumble match. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was in the rumble match. Yeah, it was in the rumble. Yeah, Charlotte won by eliminating Shayna Baszler last. There you go. But yeah, the women's rumble. It was what it was. But Shayna Baszler should just come in and just fucking destroyed everyone. Not be funny. Um. Bailey Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Championship. No, that was a piss break match. It was awful. Well, it weren't awful, I say, but it wasn't great. I mean, they're trying to book Lacey Evans as a face. It's not going to work. To go from, yeah, it was awful. It wasn't awful. It just wasn't good. Yeah, it just wasn't great. I mean, it's awful. I mean, he's like, just skip over it. You know, at least it wasn't good. It might have had its moments. Hmm. Um, but at tr- that time, I mean, they were trying to book Lacey Evans as a face, and yes, it didn't work for me. Just didn't work for me. Uh, Bray Wyatt, Daniel Bryan. Strap match. Great match. It was a great match. It's the first time I can actually say that about a Fiend match, because I'm very underwhelmed with the Fiend. I wasn't a fan. Um, character work was fantastic but in the ring it was very very disappointing and what helped the match was no red light Uh, the red light helped and they needed that because it showed the marks of the strap a lot better if you had the red light you would not see it well not as clearly anyway so it was a a good match and then Becky Lynch Aska Uh, it was what it was I wasn't. A fan. I wasn't too much of a fan of it. I mean, I, I like Asuka, you know, and yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as Bailey and um, Lacey Evans, but yeah, it was okay. And lastly, the men's rumble. Fucking amazing! <sighs> it was like, oh my god, when Edge came out, actual goosebumps. That reaction, you could see it in his eyes. It was like nearly crying. Mm. It was fucking amazing. But what we also need to make like an honourable mention for this whole show was um, Beth Phoenix getting a fucking face, ca- a head back of her head caved in, and just soldiering on. Yeah, it was not nice. By was it Bianca Belair, who you could hear the thump audibly. Uh. Yeah, and. You just saw instantly Bianca Belair apologise. <laughs> <laughs> but rightly so. It was a complete accident. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I think Beth Phoenix was trying to slightly oversell a little bit. 
and she just whipped her head back and just crunched the corner. But you got we've got to think though now these 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 corner posts need to be redesigned in my opinion because it's it's not the first time someone's injured themselves on these corner posts unintentionally. Uh, yeah. Um... I mean, you, you, if you if we think back, we think of um, was it Cesaro having his teeth shoved basically into his nose. Yeah. When he landed mouth first, and then just fucking soldiered on the match because he's a lunatic. <laughs> um, and then just took an Instagram photo of it with his teeth shoved into his fucking gum. The fucking madman. Um, well, you never heard of stuff like this when you had the old traditional posts that went higher than the actual turnbuckle. You know where they put the turnbuckle pads if it went as it went higher, because you had a sort of reference to where it is. Yeah. Whereas if you're launching yourself over and you're overshooting, you can't. You're not stopping yourself. You can't stop yourself in midair. Mm. You're landing on the post. It's just however you land on it and how quick you react. And I genuinely think, yeah, you can have those posts, but make them a little bit fucking taller so you can actually see them, or even taper them a little bit. Mm. Just taper them up a bit. So they yeah. raise them a little bit. Just put a covering on the top. Maybe some padding even. Just padding would do it. You don't need to be of a steel top. Put some padding on the top. And you're going to stop all these... It's kind of that thing, though, of like... Um, partially with some people, it's like just that... Overshooting, isn't it, I think, in a way. Say that again, mate. It's like people... Some people like tend to overshoot. They, yeah, try and oversell. Yeah. At the same time, these guys might, you know, sure Michaels used to oversell like a complete knobhead, but he was a, he, he was a good wrestler though. The thing is like that. Can you imagine him doing the shit like that? What he did he did then now, yeah. And he did that, and he cracks it's... his fucking head and knocks himself out. Look at Ric Flair when he used to do the whip. There was one of the I want to say it was Bad Blood two thousand four. It was the Hell in a Cell one, I think it was. It was hit Trips and Michaels, mm. and it, but it was one of those matches where like. He was bleeding that much, his hair was pretty much gone red. Like oh, yeah. Almost been dyed red because he was bleeding so much. It was horrible. Yeah, we could just imagine that. It could have been every other match the way he used to oversell. But could you imagine Ric Flair when he did that move where he gets whipped into the corner and he just rolls over the top rope mm. and he just misjudges it ever so slightly and just smashes face first into the fucking turnbuckle cover? It's still it, about him doing it would be if, like, he sort of. If Flinton were like getting impaled ass first, if anything, because of the way he sort of threw himself into it, like well, he, he'd end up like running into, like, into the middle buckle head first or something. Yes, this is it, and then he'd roll up onto it and he'd like misjudge it and just fall off the fucking other side rather than going round the ring like he would normally. Yeah, it's it's horrific to think <laughs> what could have happened, but just put some padding on there, raise it up slightly. Let the wrestlers be able to judge it easier, and then it'd be fine. I mean, if there was a bit of padding on there just to cushion the blow, Beth Phoenix wouldn't have busted a fucking head open. Yeah, it's as simple as that, and it would probably cost them what? Not a lot. They'd have change from a twenty-pound note probably to do it. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where they've. They probably have looked at the atom and gone. We could do that, and we should do that. But we're not going to because it's a rare occurrence. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But how often do people have car accidents? Oh, yeah, but... You know what I mean? It's a rare occurrence, but you've still got to be aware of it happening. It's one of these things. I mean, if you can avoid... The, if you can reduce risks, why wouldn't you? You know well, what I mean? Like you can... before about coronavirus, really, but... Well, this is it. It's all about risk redu- reduction at the end of the day. If you can make your wrestlers last lo- last long, I mean, for example, Beth Phoenix could have smashed her head in, could have got a concussion, that could have been doing a career-ending concussion, mm. which could have been completely avoided. And if you did that to your top star and he did that, or she did that, you're fucked. And the, yeah. way, w- and the way WWE are treating their young stars at the minute, you are really fucked. <laughs> so it's one of them. But yeah, Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. I'm very happy with that. I have very, very fond memories of seeing um, Drew Galloway in person, um, nearly killing Noam Dar from a set of double doors and then down two concrete steps. <laughs> I saw him facing Grado at uh, Fear and Loathing in Did... Glasgow. Then um, I take it back. Um, I don't dislike... Um, Drew McIntyre, because Grado is still fucking breathing after that encounter. <laughs> it's also the match where Grado won the belt. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of Grado. He's like a poor man's Madman Manson. Madman Manson is the king of comedy wrestling in the UK, or was. <laughs> if you can make rampers break character, then I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But so. uh, yeah, the what, what was the next show? Was it Worlds Collide? Worlds Collide, yes, which was fucking fantastic. Again, mind you, I bought I bought anything. But it was it was a very good show. I enjoyed it. Mm. My one gripe, though, I think it was during the was it Becky Lynch Ray Ripley? Was that a thing? I don't think it was that. I don't think Becky Lynch was there. Well, Rhea Ripley was there, definitely. It was... Um, be, who was the women NXT Women's Champions, Rhea Ripley? Was it... Oh, I don't know. Let's have a look. It could be. I don't think it was Becky... I don't think it was Becky Lynch. I think they might have had a pre-show. Sorry? It was Tony Storm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Tony Storm. But there was a pre-show match as well. Oh, this is for the main show I'm on about because it was Kaylee Ray, Mia Yim on the pre-show, which I didn't watch. I just watched the main show. Yeah, I only watched the main show as well. But it was a good fucking main show, let's be honest. Uh, match of the night by a mile was the Devlin match. You had, um, you had Travis Banks in there, I believe. And then you had... Um... See, I'm not up to date with NXT... Really, with the names, it were two cruisers: Jordan Devlin, Angel Garza. There Isaiah, you go. Isaiah Swerve, Scott, and Travis Banks. Yeah, and that was fucking phenomenal. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, but, also, but also, the main event was amazing. We had Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, just before yep. the event for the women's women's championship. The problem with that is Tony Storm is not the future of the women's division. In Vince McMahon's eyes, it is Rhea Ripley. And begrudgingly, I'm going to say this, rightly so. Because mm. she's fucking talented and she's got the look. Yeah. And she's got age. 
age is a massive advantage. She's got potentially... How, how, how bad do you feel when it's like, she's 23? You see, you know what? I don't consider well, myself well, old. Well, so, what were you doing when you were 23? Is that stacking shells, were you? Is that winning belts? Yeah. <laughs> winning multiple fucking belts. But, um... She's yeah. won every single women's NXT belt that's going. But one gripe with this show is this bloody match. Not the match itself, but the fact that when Ray Ripley won, it panned to the crowd, the camera cut to the crowd, and there was f- at least four people holding up the signs, the pa- the A4 paper signs that said Ray Ripley, with like a black um, border around them in like white letters. Mm. Rhea Ripley and one guy's holding them up and then some others holding up a sack. All the same writing, evidently planted. Evidently. Like, and it boils my piss. <laughs> I remember writing signs for everybody, though, because no one else could be asked at a local show, which we shan't mention the name of. Um, There's a difference between that and then sort of like the, the actual company going, right, yeah, can you hold this up for us at a certain point? Oh, you mean like they, when they copied the Cesaro section shit and actually hijacked it? Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Oh, like, right, we're gonna um, we're gonna give you these to hold up, like so they must even be given them before the match, or like at the very end, looking going right, quick, hold this up, sort of thing. Like, well, we know who's gonna win. So, yeah, it's a bit of a spoiler. Just say fuck no. I'd just say no. It's right, you can go, you can fuck off, get get away from front row. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 just there's, I get that they're trying to sort of push um, the star by like having it seem like people support them, but don't give out bloody thingy signs like signs that you've made the company's made themselves like go yeah, hold these up for us. Yeah, it looks massively forced. Massively forced. It doesn't look good. But it really, Ripley don't need it. Everyone knows she's good as what you know, she is good. Hmm. I think it's just that thing about that extra push possibly in the like A direction. Yeah, I agree. Um like yeah, it probably costs them all of pence to print out, but to just to give to people, yeah, you're going to hold these up for us, like, right, whatever. Yeah. So, and of course, uh, we also had the other takeover. We did. Which... We had the main. We're saying that we had the main event of um, Worlds Collide, which was um... oh, Imperium Undisputed. Yeah, which was another fucking amazing match. Mm. And Imperium went one man down when Alexander Wolf had to leave the match. Yeah. Can't remember why, but he had to leave. Um, he got knocked out or something, if I remember rightly. Mm. And the the I think he, but in his sort of concussed state, he's like I think he was like I wanted to carry on, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's probably for the best, mate. Yeah, let's not let's not end your career, mate. Let's just you know <laughs> live to fight another day, literally. Mm. But yeah, another fantastic match. Nothing stands out in the match. It was just a fucking drag-out brawl. And it was fantastic. Even the DIY Mustache Mountain match was, was good. 
Yeah, there wasn't a, there wasn't there was not a crap match on the card. It was just great from top to bottom. Yeah, we had we had another takeover. We had the uh, American takeover. I don't think I saw this. This was the Champa Cole match. I think I saw it. I'm not quite sure. Let me just pull the reviews up. It was NXT Portland. May have seen it. Mid February. Mm, pass. <laughs> so let's see if we can jog your memory. So we had Keith Lee, Dominic Djakovic D- D- for the North. Dijakovic. Dijakovic, even. Yeah. I can never say it properly. Dijakovic, yeah, I have not seen it. Um, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. Yeah, I've not seen this, Matt. I've not seen it. Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I haven't seen the show, fortunately. <laughs> I think you need to. Mm. Um, one for Keith Lee and Dijakovic is really good. Well, Keith Lee's a fucking star. Let's 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 well, let's just let's just. Balor. Finn Balor Gargano as well though they give it it goes twenty seven minutes. Jeez. So. Okay, I'll I'll probably I'll give this a go and I'll give my opinion on it the next time we record. But. So we'll, we'll hear about it in June. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> uh, but also you've got Adam Adam Cole Tomato Champa, which goes thirty three minutes. I can watch 33 minutes of Adam Cole and Champa, though. <laughs> I mean... Oh, there's nothing wrong with that, because I'm quite behind Champa. I mean, I watched him years ago, a match between Champa and Martin Kirby, and he made it entertaining, so... Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm down with Champa. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Is there a bit of a show? I don't know. I don't think. Well, I think it was a super show of shit. Oh yeah, we had the super show. Yeah. Yeah. Which I heard. I've not watched. Memorable it was. Yeah, I've not. I, watched. I just say it was there another show. Yeah, um, I've not watched it, and from what I understand, it's probably a good job that I didn't. I haven't watched it, and I have no intention of watching it. No. Um. All we need to know is that Goldberg was fed the feed. Mm. And in a way, it's been saved. I mean, I think to myself, well, what are you going to do with the Fiend now? You've fucked him over. And now we have a WrestleMania match, which no one wants to see. As far as I'm aware, um, we have what Goldberg versus Reigns. We've got Goldberg, Roman Reigns. You've got Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and you've got. John Cena, the fiend. Yeah, because it was something to do with um, Bray Wyatt's past or something like that, and it's sort of like a Bray Bray Wyatt kind of rescued it on Twitter by saying it was a necessary sacrifice to get me back on the path, Mm. and it kind of so makes sense. But if that was the case, why would you turn up for the match? Why would you just forfeit the belt if that is the case? If this is all part of the grand scheme. Well, it's that thing as well of like, 
what's it bloody um What's it called, buddy? Uh, my brain is shit tonight. Mine's always shit, don't worry. <laughs> um, Roman Reigns. Oh, yes. Push him as the top babyface after Mania, apparently. Well, we know for a fact he's getting Whether the we like belt. It or not. Yeah, he's getting the belt, let's be honest. The only, thing, the only way I'm going to be happy with this main event, and we know for a fact it's going to close out the fucking show. We're going to have... We're going to have... Um, we're gonna we're gonna have Roman Reigns lifting that belt up at the end of the show, mm. and possibly you just gonna have Vince McMahon letting the pigeons loose in Gorilla, <laughs> as it happens. <laughs> but the only way I'm gonna be happy with this main event is they both accidentally try and spear each other, knock each other on the fucking head, and concuss themselves so badly they can never wrestle again. I can see it being that thing of them possibly doing like a. A double spear. Yeah. Not a double spear, but like a... Um, like Goldberg's going to go for the spear. And it's like, oh, what's this? He's not going for the jack. I mean, he's trying to cover him. And then Reigns will kick out and he'll put, put his whole thing of like, oh, Roman Reigns is like the first man to ever kick out the spear. Will he kick out the jackhammer? And he'll kick out the jackhammer. And be like, oh, Roman Reigns is the first person ever kicked out the jackhammer like this. And all that sort of thing. And yeah. You know what's going to happen, though? Well, it's going to be the, the usual, the the obvious spot of he's going to go for the Superman punch, like a mid-air spear or something. And then it'll be a fucking... It'll be, finish it with a jackhammer. Probably. The wants, world, the, yeah, yeah the, the world's shittest jackhammer because Goldberg will somehow has got to try and support his weight on top of Roman Reigns. And that is not happening. Mm. So it'll be it'll be a sloppy, flabby, shitty jackhammer. Yeah. Where Roman Reigns will be lucky not to drop him on his fucking head. Mm. Well, did you see the showdown? There was no. the viewers of it out somewhere where it just looked like a bloody suplex. Yeah, on the one on the fiend. Yeah. And it looks soft as shit, and it still managed to get him down. the most indestructible wrestler. It took two, was it two spears and a jackhammer to take him down? I've not watched it, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but but Seth Rollins did pr- pretty much murdered him by repeatedly stamping on his head, mm. which in reality would be an assault charge <laughs> if you did that anywhere else. Yeah. And prison time, he beat him that much, and he still got up and got beat. Or was it? It wasn't allowed to continue. Mm. Something like that. But two shitty spears and a shitty jackhammer was enough to take down the fiend. <laughs> okay, then did um, did 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 um, is. Is Goldberg related to Baraka in some way when he sort of like did the spear, did some sort of like blade come out of his shoulder or something, just stab him in repeatedly so he could stay down that way? And it doesn't make sense. If you have any semblance of sense, any sort of recollection of what's happened in the past six months with the Fiend character, the matches the Fiends had, you know, short of shooting him in the fucking face, and you probably no sell that. You ain't beating him. 
But a 50-odd-year-old man who could barely support his own fucking weight in the wrestling ring after five or two minutes of walking round it. No man running round, walking round the ring. Beats him with three moves. Yeah. And takes no offence. Get to fuck. Which, considering way back when, this just pops into my head now, I remember at one point they didn't want to sign um, Goldberg, or they said they didn't want to sign Goldberg, because of the fact they said, yeah, he can't come just come in and have these, like, 30-second matches or whatever, where he literally is between his fear and jackhammer. Like, it doesn't that work. Was, like, he's that, got... was his, that was his gimmick in the first place. That was his gimmick in the first place, but, like, the E was looking at signing him at one point, like, before they brought him in the first time around. Mm. But they were sort of like not long after BC Drew were folded, I think. And it was like, yeah, we could bring him in and we we kind of do want to, but we can't have him. He wouldn't be doing these 30 second squash matches where he's literally coming out and doing a spear and jack camera. They'd be have more to it than that. And then it's like, hold on a minute. Like. Yeah, it's exactly what you're doing now. <laughs> I bet William Regal's pulling his fucking hair out every time he sees him in the ring and doing that. It's... Oh, fuck's sake. No, fuck, fuck, fuck Goldberg. Absolutely right, you know. Well, I think, I think you, you should watch... Um, I think you should watch AEW Revolution as well and to clear, clean up taste out of your mouth. I may have to. I, I, I may have to. Um... But then also you've got fucking Undertaker. Oh, yes. AJ. Yeah, if it was anyone else, they'd, they'd, they'd have no career after that. Because, you know, Undertaker didn't even take his fucking hat off. Mm, I know just, it yeah, it was just one. It was a tombstone and that was it. I believe so, yeah. A fucking tombstone to who the PWI, well, we don't need to fucking, you know, bias dickheads. PWI inside or whatever the fuck they are. Mm. Rated him as the, AJ Styles as the greatest wrestler of the decade. The Undertaker didn't even need to get some fucking dressed. <laughs> Who biologically is he old enough to be his dad? Just about. Maybe I think uh, AJ is uh, like forty-one, isn't he? Something like that. Uh, oh God. I think he's 40, yeah, 41, 42, I think, AJ. Yeah. He's 57, I want to say. Yeah, so he would be. Let's look up the ages now. Let's have a look at the ages. Oh, that's XFL. Shut up. <laughs> um, so we have Undertaker age. 54. Oh, there you go. AJ Styles. I'm sure he's 41 or 42. 42. So just about biologically he could be. Mm. And yeah, it's... No. No. Don't like it. It's, if it was anyone else, because AJ Styles luckily has got a history. Yeah. He's got a history. He's got he's got this to, like, this to fall back on. And it it, this would have crippled him. If it was Elias that went out and did that, that's his career over. 
that is his career completely fucking done. Arguably, I don't know, maybe someone like who, who else would do it? Could we put a Drew McIntyre? If you think that's Drew McIntyre, career done. Yeah. That's it. AJ Styles, luckily, he's got a history of having all these awesome matches and taking on people. He can get away. They can get away with, with that. But it's... It's, <coughs> it's safe to say AJ Styles is one of their top guys. You don't do that to one of your top guys. Like Rusev would have been... His career would have been done. Yeah. It's like it's mm. <laughs> it's making a mockery of it. It's like it's, it's like they think that he's still got a bit of that TNA stank to him. Uh, I don't know. They seem to have a lot of confidence in him. Like he's coming, he's like he's like I think Vinnie Matt loves him from all accounts. Yeah, he's a, he's a workhorse. He's a, you know he's a he's, he's a genetic freak. Let's be honest. Mm. You know, there's twenty year olds that don't have the same physique as he has. But it's that thing of, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it, Radio? I was going to say that. No, it's gone. Hmm. What's mental to think of, though, is that Seamus is, what, one year younger than he is? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but just imagine, just think how long. AJ Styles wrestled for fucking WCW. Seamus has been a Providence since, what, 2009, back end of? Yeah, roughly, but... Yeah. But this is, you have to kind of remember, it's like this is before like all the European guys started coming in, so you... Mm. Wade Barrett's and your buddy... Because he was fucking great, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, but, like, in terms of, like, British guys getting noticed, like, after Regal, who was, like, the next big British guy? Well, there wasn't one. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, well, they're all for first at the minute, aren't they? So we know for a fact that Drew McIntyre is winning the belt. Oh, definitely. Because they're going to have him as the first British world champion. Mm. That's what's going to happen. They've been touting it recently. Like, will will I think I saw on Twitter. I think it was Twitter the other day. It's like, will Drew McIntyre become the first ever British heavyweight champion? That's foreboding, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's happening. No, but yeah, we can save that for the WrestleMania predictions, <laughs> which will be happening. <clears throat> but yeah, um, we've had NWA, which I've not watched much of, sadly. I mean, I've no excuse. Oh, it's on YouTube for free, man. Exactly. It is on YouTube for free, and I urge people to watch it. We've advertised it. It's the fact it's true. Yeah. It's, it, we, it's so good, we'll put our name. We'll, we'll recommend it. It is really good. I mean, it's not for the fact that I've watched it. I've not watched it because it's shit. I've not watched it because I've not been able to find the time spare to watch it. It's literally that. It's not like AEW where I can't fucking stand it. Uh, I mean, last time, I, last time, I, credit the revolution was actually a really good show. Yeah, which I'm going to give it a go. Maybe, maybe it may, it may pique my interest. But the last time I watched any AEW was on my honeymoon, and that was in what 
October. Arse end of October. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. So I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll give my honest opinions next time we're on air, and I'll see if I end up having to record Channel ITV4 again. <laughs> we shall see. Well, I'd, I'd also go on Facebook and watch the uh, the little three minute promo that Jake Roberts did on Cody. Yeah, I'll do that. Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, from travellers to musicians, to those afflicted with mental or physical illnesses. There's really no subject that's off-limits, from movies to politics, and even controversial topics ranging from sex to drug reform and political correctness. So if you still believe in the art of conversation, are intrigued by healthy debates with different ideas and perspectives you may not have thought of, and want to podcast where every episode is about something different with a variety of guests, then this may be the podcast for you. You can hear us on YouTube and all your favourite podcast apps, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to hang out and listen to honest conversations with interesting people, then come to Genuine Chit Chat, where I'm your host, Mike Burton. That's me back. Beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, I'll give I'll give AEW a go if I do enjoy this um, revolution, or so it's called. Maybe it'll revolve my opinion of them. We shall see. Like I say, I'll let you, I'll let you know on the WrestleMania show. Trying to, uh, they're trying to sort of tout revolution as possibly in their like Mania show. Hmm. We'll see. Everyone's sort of like. I would have thought they would have made all in. Like the Mania show. See, I'd have thought that, but it's like, where did they go after all in and all out? Like, they go AEW, shake it all about. At least that would make sense. <laughs> it sort of like rhymes like they had in your house, sort of thing. WWE that could have been a thing to make all their all their show names rhyme. Yeah. This would be creative. It would be creative. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's there was a whole thing though as well where they were saying about people were asking them like, why aren't they running the show on Mania weekend? Because like, well, they can't compete. So why why would we bother? Like because there was they were pulling guys. I think aside from like Janella and possibly Orange Cassidy, there's that no other guys are booked from AEW for the show for shows that weekend. Maybe Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. But um They were like, Oh, why don't you just run an AEW show that weekend? It's like, well there's no point because it's WWE's weekend. It's WrestleMania and there's all the other however many shows running that weekend. So we can't compete with the WWE. There's too much competition. I mean 70-odd thousand people are there for a WWE show. WWE is the main reason why they are there. They may go and see some indie shows, but that is what AEW would be. It'd be another indie show in a huge pile of indie shows. And I'm sorry, but that's all they were going to be. There's not All the attention is on... The few venues that are around where WWE are having WrestleMania. And WWE are going to go, oh, that venue, that ain't getting used for wrestling. And that one ain't getting used for wrestling. Can that compete with some sort of like get over 10,000 people in for wrestling? You ain't having wrestling. They've, they've tried, they did try that once uh, a few years ago. They tried, I think it was in 
New Jersey or the New York show, and they were trying to block venues from having other wrestling shows. Where they basically went, no, you can't do that. Mm, but WWE are pulling that trick now, aren't they? Well, not no, it's because they've signed like exclusivity deals to certain arenas, don't they? Where they're the only wrestling show that can compete that can go there. Yeah, but they wanted they wanted sort of a, like a certain radius, like blocking off almost of like putting a block on venues, basically going you you cannot host a show on this weekend. It's like well, like a restraining order for wrestling. Yeah, but like it's it's it was a whole thing of like, but you can't really stop a, like them from having shows. No, it's but if they're going to make money, and it's a way for wrestlers to make money by working however many times in the weekend, free working three or four times a day or whatever. Like, this, is a, this is their biggest payday of the year, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got... Oh. But what I, I think what it is, Cody does not want to be seen as another one of these indie promotions. He wants to be seen as a competitor to WWE, an alternative to WWE, which is why he's not skirting around the WWE, pick, look, looking for, you know, looking for scraps. Yeah from WWE, he wants to be his own entity, he wants to, like for example this is why they have something like StarCast and things like that so they can have like some sort of convention that's all around AEW and things like that Mm. they don't want to have like I say, they don't want to be some sort of affiliate affiliated with WWE like for example, you've got Bloodsport that's coming up when does that happen? <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, but Cox, Cox, Cox has had a little bit of a crisis there. But Bloodsport only happens on WrestleMania weekend in the same town or city as WrestleMania is happening. So, unfortunately, as much as it isn't associated with WWE, it is. Because their biggest weekend of the year is thanks to WrestleMania and the people... Because that that weekend is wrestling weekend. People are willing to put as like for the whole package on Fight TV or whatever it is. It's I don't know. Was it like one hundred and twenty dollars or something something like that? One hundred and forty this year, right? But with that, with it though, this year you get in. Let me just count it up. So just carry on. I'll. But yeah, you're paying. You, it's it's the time of year people wrestling fans are willing to put money down. And it's it's a designated wrestling weekend. They will spend all weekend watching anything with boots and tights. So if if you're buying if you buy the collective, minus the free, um, like sort of talking shows, mm. um, which is Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. I think Wrestling with Stereotypes is a Talking like podcast show, and um, the wrestling observer Q and A with Dave Meltzer. Oh man! So minus those three, which are all including the collective anyway, you're getting fourteen wrestling shows. So what? One hundred and forty divided by fourteen. Shall we just quickly do the? I've got my calculator here. We can work this out. See this WWE. This is how you do value. Well, it's ten of a show, isn't it? Essentially, exactly. Yeah, it is. I don't need to calculate that. Stupid man. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible so show. That's how you do value. Uh, counting the, the free talk shows as well. So let's do 140 divided 17. Works out £8.24 a show. Which is a bargain. Well, considering you can buy Bloodsport separately for 20 quid. Yeah, it's an absolute 
Bargain. Um, so you've got 17 shows for that, but you've also got the WrestleCon shows, or WrestleCade, I think it is. Not WrestleCade. Uh, WrestleCon. Oh, I'm not sure. There is another one where it's like uh, another bundle you can get through Fight TV, and that's like even more content, because I think they're having like the TNA, a TNA show on it or something. Jesus Christ, I mean, if Impact's a part of that, then that just shows how far Impact has fallen. Oh, no, it's like um, a throwback show sort of thing. Oh, yeah, like Retro Raw. It's like a sort of... It's like TNA Impact Wrestling or something, like... Look, we were good once upon the time. I'll go back to the six-sided ring. Oh, God. (laughs) Dixie Carter will come out. Oh, don't. We'll have Kurt Angle for one night. It wouldn't surprise me. Sting. Um, let me just find it. Yeah, WrestleCon. So, uh, WrestleCon as well on fight. You get nine events for for $100. So, you get a New Japan show, the WrestleCon Super Show, $5 wrestling, Ethan Page's Body Guy Extravaganza. TJPW is coming to America. TNA, No Place Like Home, which even has the old TNA logo. God. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it. (laughs) And uh, WrestleCon Worldwide. Uh, Wrestling with all the pancakes and power drivers and Joe Ryan's Penis Party 2. Well, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap with that one. But, yeah, but in terms of... So you've got 17 shows from, essentially, GCW. Mm. You've got another nine shows there. Like, so that's what has my... So that's 26 shows. So oh. you, it's all you can eat, isn't it? Let's be honest. Pretty much. Yeah, it's 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 we like we say we call it wrestling Christmas that whole weekend. <laughs> it really is. It's wrestling Christmas. I mean, it's it's a week, really, isn't it? Actually, it's a week of wrestling because you've also got forget you've got the Raw after, and now you're obviously going to have the SmackDown afterwards as well. Well, you're going well. You've got a factor in. You've got so you've got Mania on Sunday. You've got the Raw on the Monday, the SmackDown on the Tuesday, the NXT the Wednesday, the AEW the Wednesday. Because mm, NXT is now going to have prominence on WrestleMania. It's got to. Mm. It has to now. There's going to be an NXT title match, I reckon. On, on... You've got, there's going to be, I think it's, I mean, you've already got a women's title match. Yeah. On WrestleMania. It's not going to be a pre-show. And they want to make a star out of Rhea Ripley, so that's the way to do it. Mm. I think she's going over Charlotte because Charlotte's not going to grab that belt. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think she's doing it. I think she's there to put Charlotte because I think she's going to be there to put Rhea over. Because mm. it does no harm for Charlotte. And then she could just go, right, well, I'm not an NXT. I'm going to go for one of these other two belts. Well, I think, um, if I recall, I think Vince is quite high up on Rhea Ripley as well. Well, yeah, she's big, tall, and blonde. Sort of top. It's like next top female star sort of thing. Well, yeah, she's big, tall, blonde, and has massive tits. That's what what Vinny likes. Mm. 
So and she can talk. Yeah. She's she's she like I say she is a star. She's that's what that's what Vince likes. So that's what he's going to put over. Yeah. You know, you've other people that are great in the ring that you know, you're not going to have someone like I know she's a fucking fantastic wrestler but Nikki Storm. You know, Nikki Cross. Nikki you're not, Cross. No. They're not going to make her women's champion. It ain't happening. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, it's like, I'm not on TV for a while. It's like, when did I last watch it? This like, is it. <laughs> well, this is it. I think there was a section where, this week, where Sami Zayn got confronted by um, Braun Strowman and... It was, I think it was on Alexa Bliss's talk show thing, and she, uh, Sami Zayn grabs Alexa Bliss as a human shield. Yeah. And Nikki Cross is there in the ring, and she's like, just ab-libbed sort of thing, and starts trying to beat up with little, like, play slaps. Yeah. Sami Zayn's like, get off her sort of thing. <laughs> and Braun Strowman's just marching across the ring at them both. <laughs> But what you got to remember as well, there's a bit of a history, isn't there, between Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss as well? Yeah. You know, where everyone was like, fan fiction was basically Braun Strowman was using Alexa Bliss as a fucking flashlight. <laughs> we all thought it. <laughs> but yeah, it's... This, this background there and everything, and it makes sense. But mm. I'm, I'm just hoping this means that fucking um, Sami Zayn gets wrestling again. I'd hope so. Yeah. I want to know what happens to um, El Generico, anyway. I think, I think, he went back down to Mexico, lost a herd. Yeah, he went down and sorted his orphanage out, but, you know, them kids have got to grow up at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get more orphans. <laughs> well, well, this is in Mexico. There's a lot of orphans. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, state of wrestling at the minute for me. Well, let's just say I've not watched a lot of it. I should say a lot, really. Yeah, I haven't really. I've watched the odd bit. Like it's. Is it, I, I can't bring myself to watch TV. Like I don't enjoy that product. No, it's it's. Like, but then it's, it's sort of that same thing of like I can't. Like I sometimes I drift in and out of NXT UK. I drift same in as me. NXT, but then it's like I always know Takeovers gonna be a really good show, so I always watch those where I can. Um. <coughs> but like I've not even watched any GCW or anything recently. Like it's just money at the end of the day. It's money. It just ends up taking a back seat, doesn't it? Because it's, it's, <sighs> wrestling is a very time-consuming interest. It's you don't get like, for example, oh, I love The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's on an hour a week, yeah, or eight weeks at a time. Wrestling is on every single week, and if you want to watch the full products, you've got WWE sort of raw three hours you have smackdown which is another two hours that's five hours you've got nxt another hours that's six hours if you are if you watch nxt uk that's seven hours 
And then you've got, what, 205 Live? No, they cancelled that, didn't they? No, oh, still going. No, oh, I thought that's why they, they get made it the NXT Cruiserweight. Yeah, it's, it's the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, but 205 Live is still a thing. Oh, right. That's why Jack Gallagher t- appeared with his shit tattoos. Um, that's eight hours there. Come on, we'll get two. Yeah. So you've got, so you got eight hours there if you watch all that. And then if there's a pay-per-view on. Yeah. That week, you've got another four. Well, if you watch the pre-show as well, it's like five hours of pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So you're talking 13 hours. If it's WrestleMania, add another two on to that. It's a lot of time. Eight hours, you know, it's half, it's half a waking, it's half a waking day per week. And if you're working full time jobs and things like that, it's impossible to fit it in around everything else. Mm. It's just, you've got, it's, you've got AEW, then you've got AEW, you've got Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, yeah, NWA, you've got yeah. New Japan, you've got Impact if you watch that shit, Impact if you watch that, yeah. Um, if you can find it, there's that beyond, yeah. beyond wrestling. I think they've done like a new. They're doing like a TV episodic TV thing. You've got you've got your local indies as well that you may attend, like ICW or Progress or Rev Pro. Yeah, you've got those as well. It's like this. It's impossible to get it all in. It's like if you're a football fan, great. You'll watch your team. That's why I didn't get how you could like. You would admire WrestleBox like down the line because we like you're all trying to watch different stuff or the same stuff. So it's like right, we need to watch Raw, we need to watch SmackDown, we need to watch ROH, we need to watch Ring like NXT. Yeah, and it's like right, guys, who's watched what this week? It's like well, I've watched Raw. Yeah, I couldn't watch SmackDown. Well, I've watched NXT. I, I couldn't watch Ring of Honor because I couldn't find it or whatever. And it's like so. We'll just talk about Raw, all right? Mm. And it just. Trying to fit it all in, taking notes, coming up with topics, things like that. This is what well, it's, it can be quite hard if you just have an exclusive wrestling show. It can take your enjoyment of wrestling away. Mm. It really can. Um, because it becomes a job as opposed to something you enjoy. And that's why WrestleBox ultimately failed. Yeah. Because we all stopped enjoying wrestling, basically. And... I've 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 struggled to get back in ever since. Now I do enjoy wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I think I prefer it in person. Actually, being at the venue, um, but dedicating time at home to watch wrestling is can be quite difficult. Now I do enjoy wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I will sit there and I'll watch the pay per views. I tend to be, if you've noticed, um, but you and Bunkle and everyone else will know that I watch I. I watch um, a lot of the. I used to watch a lot of the wrestling live, you know, if it was on the network, the pay per views, and I would start like a, a chat with us. Some the wrestling, state of the wrestling. Sometimes the, the actual chat would be more fucking entertaining than what we were watching on the TV. But yeah, it's that thing sometimes where we'd be one person to be a few like two minutes ahead or whatever. Yeah, and you're talking about it, you're going, no, I've not seen that yet, and you're like, now I have. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. Moved on, so... Yeah, this is it. And, yeah, it's... Like I say, the state of wrestling... We, well, we, 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 we started WrestleBox... 24... 2015-ish, wasn't it? Uh, and 
and wrestling was an absolute shit show at the time. Yeah, 20... I want to say 2015. Because I started lost out in 2016 because it would be four years this year. Yeah, so I was I just slightly beat you to the gun, didn't I? Well, no, 2017 didn't start. No, it was like before then. I want to say 2016. Definitely before then. To look. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely... Yeah, but we started... I think we started in 2015. And... Yeah, it was it, it, wrestling at the time was an absolute shit show. And mm. um, since it's got marginally better, marginally better, but it's still a shit show. This is why we've had promotions like AEW prop up for trying to be an alternative and do something different. Now I will applaud them for trying to do something different. But it's not what I enjoy. It's well, see, that's that's why I've moved towards like GC, GCW because mm. they're running. They seem to be running more and more shows like more recently, and like they've got stuff like they're doing this. They started doing Bloodsport with Matt Riddle, the first one Matt Riddle, and of course he signed to the E. So they did another one with Josh Barnett. Yeah, which was him and Minoru Suzuki, which was phenomenal. Yeah, that was that and, was great. In like September, and they've got the next one coming up, which is Barnett and Dean. Uh, well, not Dean Lamont, but uh, John Moxley. Oh God! <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is John Moxley getting his kinks because he can't do it as much in AEW, but here because he does like the hardcore shit, doesn't he? Just Moxley, so. Mm. At the end of the day, that's what brought him to the table, wasn't it? Brought him into the game. But for people like me, there is stuff like they do have like actual matches and stuff. But then there's also um, they did the the backyard wrestling show. Oh, sorry, my mic's stand. There we go. Yeah, it is. Um, they had like they've had. Uh, you got the the tournament that's survived, which is basically like a death the death match tournament. To do that every year in around June ish. <laughs> Last year they did GCV presented backyard wrestling. Oh god, I still I, I still need to see this. Uh, and of course they've done like the one match shows, which is what one match which is somewhere on YouTube is literally fifteen minutes of headlocks. Oh god. But then you've also got like the spring break shows. Which are amazing. So, so yeah, I'll give it a go. I mean, I'll, 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 it's unlikely I'm going to get the package myself this year, but maybe, maybe next year if they're still doing it, I'll give it a go, and we shall see. I'm sure they will be. Yeah, if it's it's popular enough, isn't it? Well, I I bought um, the first Bloodsport Matt Riddles on the off chance. Um, along with spring, uh, not spring break. Yeah, spring break. The, I think it was the first one because it was like there's this big guy called Walter against this guy who was in the E called PCO. And it's like right, okay. And it's like what you don't really know is PCO at the point was like 49 years old. Yeah. Absolutely battered to the point where his chest was literally bright red and bleeding because of Walter's chops. And like yeah. he went to do like a top rope moonsault and nearly killed himself. 
and all that sort of thing. It's like shit, the bed. Yeah, just so just and just think, he is now ROH's world champion. Was. Oh, was yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was, but it's the fact that he was at some points. Fifty so, odd years of age. Yeah. So it's fucking mental. Like that that match sort of elevated, like was sort of shot him back into the limelight of sorts. Mm. But then there's all there's like I think GC, for me GCW is a new ECW. Like there's something for everyone. Yeah. Oh well, that sounds about right. But yeah, I'll give GCW a go. It must be, like I said, there must be some free stuff knocking about for now, just to get wet my wet my wet my appetite. So I'll give it it's a go, and I shall report the back. There's uh, the odd free match on YouTube, but if you get the your fight, get the fight app, and I can give you my login. Oh, okay. I'll give it a go then. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, I'll give wrestling a C at most. <laughs> At the moment, needs to improve, but there's there's stuff out there that's worth watching. Mm. No, mm. we shall see. It's one of them, though. I think for me, like I said, I was chatting to a guy at work the other day, and he was asking me about it. He's like, "Oh, did you did you watch the Saudi Arabia show?" I'm like, "No, no." I said, oh, you didn't miss much. I said, I oh, know, that's why I didn't watch it. Yep. They have a history now, which is a sad thing to say. They have a track history. The fact that there's been that many of them now that we can say, um, oh, it's, it's, it's true to form. Well, it's that thing I was like saying to him. I said, uh, I said, I said, it says a lot about Mania, but I'm looking forward more to the the other shows, haven't they? the indie shows happening at the weekend or the build up, whatever. Then I mean, I'm actually looking forward to WrestleMania itself. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's it just shows you how much that it's even that show's dropped in importance now. I mean, what makes them more money overall now? You think about it. Well, WrestleMania is a bit of a cash cow, but you know there are bigger cows out there now, namely the Saudi place. Mm. You know, and if this is a, a money spinner for them, and I know it was initially a ten-year deal. Yeah. Why wouldn't they sign another ten-year deal? This is this is is the horrific thought. The next thing you know, the Saudi prince maybe one day going, oh that Drew McIntyre, he's a legend. I want him in a match against. Yeah, don't we don't want this. We do not want this. (laughs) God fucking god, god forbid that fucking Kim Jong Un or whatever is finds some oil under North Korea and he chucks a ton of money at fucking Vince McMahon. Well, they had that show, didn't they, in, uh, was it North Korea, like, back in the 90s? It's on YouTube somewhere, I think. Yeah, the one sh- that one sh- that one show. Mm. Rick Rick Flair in it. Yeah, Rick Flair in Oki, but it was watched by, like, nearly 190,000 people. Yeah. Because they were all forced to go. Yeah. I bet it fucking, well, it wouldn't have been silent, it would have been a cheer or you get a shot. Well, from what I've seen of it, it was very much sort of, the people who didn't know what wrestling was. Um, let me just see if I can find it now. Collision in Korea. There we go. Yeah, so it was joint produced by New Japan and WCW in oh God. five in North Korea. 
Um, claimed crowns of 165,000 and 190,000. Jesus. Yeah, can you imagine coming out to that? Well, it was uh, yeah, main evented by Antonio Noki and Ric Flair. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Absolutely fuck that. <laughs> but it's um yeah, I remember reading about it somewhere. It's like, yeah, the crowd didn't really know how to react to it, but all, all reading is like they were they were pretty much forced to go to go to it. Like we're putting the show on for you, so you best turn up. <laughs> you you will but, like it. You will turn up and you will like it, yeah. So Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that noise. Yeah, I would you would I would go I would go to North Korea if you pay me all the fucking money in the world. <laughs> or Saudi Arabia for that matter. Fuck that noise. I'd be arrested on the spot. But yeah, fuck mm. wrestling. Let me miss it in a minute. I'm wrestling wise. I'm looking to try and get back into it in a way. It's. I'm thinking Stop. NWA might be my gateway. I try this, and it's like I kind of drift in and out. It's like I'm like I'm building up episodes of NWA now, so I'll go and watch a few of them in a row at some point. Um, it gives you hope. <laughs> Yeah. So it's you'll watch some WWE. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, what was I thinking? <laughs> this is why I don't like it. Yeah. But um, it's like when I, I watched uh, King of Trios live, which is like on my on bucket list of wrestling that I wanted to do. Yeah. I did it and I said, like, yeah, see why I remember why I like wrestling now. I love wrestling and it's like. Watching WWE, and it's like, this is why I don't like wrestling. Yeah. When Paul Strowman walks into the crowd, they go and find a tag team partner, whoops, and picks out a child, and it's like, no one's questioning this. Yeah, I, I, I remember me, you, and Bunkle absolutely losing our fucking minds. Yeah. At this. So, I, can't even, I can't even remember who was wrestling. It was the bar, wasn't it? I don't know. I fucking. Ugh, I hope not. It was the bar. Seamus oh. Cesaro. And they've never been the same since. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, just things like that. And I know there's always that thing of, like, WWE has made some stupid decisions in their time in terms of entertainment. But it's like, you got Vinnie Mac, who is it's his sense of humour. And all that sort of thing. He's, like. en- he's entertaining himself. Fuck anyone else. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so right, next next Saudi show, I'm predicting fucking CM Punk's going to be wrestling. Nah. I can see it coming. Nah. He's not actually employed by WWE. Don't forget. He's nah. Also- Ops. Yeah, I know, but shoving enough zeros under his nose, and even he'll go, mm, maybe. I mean, if we just do this one match and never, ever, ever, ever work again. Well, so apparently, someone asked him at a convention recently, like, would you interested in getting back in the ring? And he's like, no. Like, 
doesn't totally interest me. Like, I'm happy just doing what I'm doing. Yeah, sure, Michael said that. To be fair, though, if he's if he's getting paid money by Fox to stand there and critique the 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 products, uh, then fucking fair play to him. Like, yeah, get paid to be an absolute knobhead to WWE. Thing with me and white collar, it's like, yeah, I, like I was feeling like it the other day. It's like I do miss it, but I couldn't go back to it. Aye, I know what you mean. It's like I I miss going to the shows mm. in a way, but yeah, not for me anymore. Yeah, well, like it was a different different atmosphere back then when it was a a. Eight, six or eight hundred person crowd. He said to be quotation fingers. Yeah, it was different. Like, it was a different atmosphere compared to getting two hundred people there now, where everyone everyone there is a regular, and it's the same case. And say like even like day one regulars said themselves like like I'm sort of getting delusional with the product because essentially it's a shame shit different show. Mm. Like you just sort of. Turning up and like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen this time. It's like, oh, same thing. Yeah, at least when we used to go before, it was like different things happened on different shows and it was a storyline and it actually made sense. In a way. That's what you class as a storyline with, with that promoter, though. Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> but at least some, it was some sort of effort went into it and even if it was only five minutes of effort, at least a method went in. Mm. And everything tied up, even if it was loosely tied up, but it was still tied up. Like, ongoing storylines and shit. But... Yes, suppose. But I've not been to a show now for two years. Mm. Apart from a couple of white-collar shows. Can't say I miss it. I really can't say I miss it. Just from the last live show I went to was. Was it the Lionheart tribute one? Ooh. It might be, actually, to be fair. I think it might have been. June last year, wasn't it? I'm rattling my brain now, trying to think of like I'm sure I've been to another show, and it's like now I'm drawing blanks. So yeah, that must have been the last show I went to, mm. which is a shame, really. Yeah, so I'm tempted to go to. Am I saying that live show wise? I'm tempted to go to this one that's at the Pleasure Beach. Oh, um, in and out. Yeah. Or in out, whatever it's called, in out wrestling. Yeah. yeah, really tempted. It's dirt cheap as well, so. Oh, there you go then. Take I mean, the kids. Possibly. <laughs> That's what time it is. So, I was gonna go and take him to Mega Slam, but it was a bit late for him. Yeah. So, which apparently, by the way, sold out and had over one and a half thousand people there. I read eleven hundred somewhere, but something like that. Yeah. 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 It did. It did well. <laughs> Decent so, for them. Really good. Really good, and it sold out pre-sale as well. So it shows though it's. That was, um, it's a well-known brand. Yep. It doesn't really need, well, they, they advertise it properly and advertise it well. 
Um, and they know what market to push it to, but then they keep it simple. Yeah, bad guy versus good guy. That is literally it. Pretty much. Yeah, that's all you need for kids. They want to boo the bad guy and cheer the good guy. That's all you need for a like a holiday campy style play, like like thing. But saying mm. that, sometimes they push the boat out on the holiday camp sort of thing because it was at Pontins in Southport. They've got fucking Mark Henry there doing a Q and A. Oh yes, I read about that one. Yeah, this. Um, uh, what's it called? I can't remember, but I know he was advertised for it. Yeah, there's like Mark Henry's advertised. I think, uh, what's she called? Tara, Victoria, whatever. I think she's advertised. I'm not sure if Mick Foley was at one point as well. I think, yeah, I think he's advertised as well. So, hmm. But remember, it was, it was the Blackpool Comic Con, Mick Foley was here, wasn't he, as well, with a couple of us. I think it was Kevin Nash and somebody else. Uh, Booker T. That's the one. Hmm. And that was a shit show, wasn't it? Remember, the Comic-Con was a fucking massive rip-off. Mm. But hey-ho. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, wrestling. Wrestling, yay. Let's try and get back into it, and hopefully it's not a shit show this year. Especially WrestleMania. We need a good WrestleMania this year, lads. We do. Well, the last the last few have been nothing to write home about. So, no, 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 no. You you you're underestimating this. It, they've been absolute utter fucking dog turd. That's what they have been. Mm. Absolute turd. I mean, we did the year before. We did the live commentary, yeah, and that that, but... that that was one of the worst WrestleManias I've ever seen. And then we had the year last year, which was marginally better. Um, it was marginally better because we didn't have a child win a fucking tag team championship. But not saying it's good. But this year it needs it needs to be good. This year it needs to be a good WrestleMania this year. That's if WrestleMania even goes ahead. But I can't see it not happening. <laughs> It's like yeah, so after after this year year long planning and whatever else is like WrestleMania was cancelled due to coronavirus. Yeah. Mind you, it shows it you've got to think about it though. People people might be just be scared to come. You know, the intelligence of people can be greatly under underestimate well, overestimated, shall I say. You know, especially in this like people in this country where it's like, Oh, we're scared of coronavirus. So they don't buy Corona beer. And apparently sale in Corona beer has plummeted in the UK since the outbreak of coronavirus. Oh, well. And, it, so. Yeah, and we're supposed to be the most intelligent animals on this planet. <laughs> okay, then. Oh, God. I never wanted to be more like a dog in my life. Oh, to be a wrestling fan. Oh, yes. <laughs> life is sweet if you hate AEW, honestly. Fuck's sake. Just give it a chance. 
Oh, Cody, save us. You've watched one show. I watched a couple of shows. I will admit, I remember saying that a pay-per-view was once half decent. Well, so I think you'll be, you'll find it quite funny um, when you're watching uh, the the Jake Roberts bit, considering he's like, even Jake Roberts like, oh, sorry, I forgot. Hail Caesar! Oh, for fuck's sake. It's like, a, it's like as a mid-take for Cody sort of thing, basically saying that, like, of course, he's like the, the general, isn't he, sort of thing. Oh, God, yeah. So, With his shit tattoo on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that, because it's fucking awful. Oh, God. It's like they came out in the same week, you know, like Jack Gallagher and him with their shit tattoos, and it's like... <laughs> Which one's which one's worse? I mean, you've got one that looks like it's he's got it from a fucking one of them fifty p tattoo machines that you put the fifty p in the sliding drawer, you press it, and it comes out, and you apply it with a sponge. Yeah. And the other one just looks like a fucking bubblegum rip off. To to be fair, um, I, I do, I I get what um, Brian Pillman Jr. was on about when he he mentioned about why he got it on his. Uh, on his neck, sort of thing. He's like, oh, it's because he's putting it all on the line, all this. Sort of. I can't remember the full thing, but it's there's an interesting reasoning behind it that um, Brian Pillman Jr. thinks it is. But it looks shit. If he's going to do that, at least make the tattoo look half decent. Mm-hmm. Not something look like you've you've got in a fucking Happy Meal or something. Oh dear! Oh, I got it on the bucket of chewing gum. Oh, they look good on my neck. That will. Oh, <laughs> fuck's sake, man! It looks awful. I've seen I've seen better tattoos of piss tattooists in Blackpool. Back alley tattooists. Yeah, I've just you know, you know a couple of streets back off the promenade. Yeah. <laughs> fuck's sake! I mean, and then you got Jack Gallagher. It looks it just looks fucking awful. It's like, yes, I see your neck tattoo, and I raise you a full chest tattoo. Like, why? Mm. It's like, it just looks, he looks he, I don't like bringing the guy's name up, but he looks like a cheap bubblegum. <laughs> he does, though. He does. I mean, he's going, it looks like to me, he's more like the Conor McGregor style like, ripoff. Well, there is that as well. I wonder if that's what he's going for. But because it's like piratey theme, that's what I thought instantly. Mm. But yeah, he could be he could be going for the Colin McGregor look because it's all everyone's all going UFC. I mean, you got fucking Brock Lesnar as your champion. You've had um, you know what's his name Velasquez come in. Yeah, and then you've had um, what you know you got Shayna Baszler there. You got Brock Lesnar as your champion or you ex UFC. Why not pretend to be a sort of faux UFC Colin McGregor wannabe? You, fuck's sake, we had um, Ronda Rousey last year. Mm. Well, he's done, um, Jack Gallagher's done uh, bits of MMA before in the past. Well, there you go then. Like, if he wasn't in the E, I think he'd be one of the first ones straight into Bloodsport. There you go then. Oh. So they'll probably go with that gimmick then. Hmm. Rather than gentleman Jack Gallagher, fist in the face Jack Gallagher. 
it wouldn't surprise me if it's going to be uh, if they do that and like sort of give him the gimmick of like no flips, just fists. Oh, don't. Like bloody revival because they're trying to fuck the revival over, aren't they? So yeah, they'll call him the mechanic. Yeah. Oh man. But these are the revival. They're, they're talented enough that they don't need those names. They can come up with something new. Yeah. End of the day, they, everyone enjoys them for what they work. The work in the ring doesn't. You could call them bag of shit and bag of piss, and people will still still enjoy their work. Well, they were they were trying to get um they they were tr- gonna they tried trademarking the mechanics I believe yeah uh, they were trying to there's something in the um the net in the the wordage of like no flips just fists where it's, there's Either there has a comma or doesn't have a comma or something, but the WWE variant doesn't. I mean, doesn't have a comma, but the, the one they're trying to trademark does have a comma. And now WWE is trying to counter suit these mechanics and no flips trademarks with their own. Basically, nope, we own them. Even though they were they, they were called the mechanics before they came into, I think they either started in the next year as a mechanics or they came in as a mechanics or something. Mm. Well, I don't want to give WWE ideas for something else they can copyright, but why not just call themselves, you know what, we were in the mechanics before we left, now we're the whole fucking garage. Mm. We are the garage. Mm. But, we shall see, but yeah, it sucks. Considering they've never used the name the mechanics or anything like that in the WWE, I don't think they had any right whatsoever. Yeah. It's fucking naughty. Really naughty. But if they used it in the Indies, and I'm sure they'd have some way of counter fucking suing them. Um, Unless it's saying that, if it's not been copyrighted, then I don't know. It's hard to wait and see. Yeah. Hey ho, it's one of them. It's known. It's. I think it's like pretty much known they want to leave the E, like mm. turning down like three quarter of a million each. Yeah, they just want to go to AEW, don't they? Yeah. Simple as that. They're going AEW. That's all they want to do. They want to go with Cody and party over there. That's. It's clear, and I guarantee Jeff Hardy will be following when he's ready. No wellness policy? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> it's fucking happening. Calling it now. 100% calling it now. I really hope not. Like... I hope not, but I can see it happening. It's going to be the new refuge for ex-WWE employees, just like TNA was. No. Yeah, it's already happening. You've got Jake Hager, you've got all the others. You've got fucking John Moxley, the big signing, a la Kurt Angle. Mm. You've got the disgruntled WWE, ex-WWE employee setting up a promotion to take on the WWE, a bit like Jeff Jarrett. 
in Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but like this time he's actually um, he's started. He's actually started, hasn't he? Whereas it's like he had to. What is it? GFW. Mm. Oh, Global Fast. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But yeah, there's too many similarities, and yeah, I'm like I still maintain to this day. I know I say what I gave it what six months to a year. Mm. It's gonna survive longer than that. It's got a fan base, but I don't see it. I don't see it lasting even as long as TNA's lasted. I don't. TNA got more viewers than it did back well, in its heyday. It's on an upward hill climb currently, isn't it? They've not hit the million viewers yet, but no. they've they've had signed a new deal with TNT to go on for another three years. Oh no! So, well, yeah, just because they signed a deal doesn't mean they're actually going to go through with it. I mean, if they're not getting say, if they're not getting viewing, then they're just going to fucking drop them or put them on at stupid o'clock in the morning. Mm. It'll stop being live. It'll be pre-recorded. I mean, look what happened to WOS over here. And ITV committed to wrestling on their pro- on their show, and <coughs> look what happened to it. it. Ended up going late, earlier and earlier and earlier in, into the schedule. When at once upon a time it was prime time, mm. and when 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 we discussed. Um, AEW going onto ITV on one of the previous podcasts that we ha- we did. I said it could either be go one of two ways: either they're going to keep WOS going and have it as like the wrestling show, or they're going to go. Well, we've got this promotion here that's already got the pre sort of production already done for us. We don't have to spend a penny on making our own show. We still got wrestling on on air. Let's just buy the rights to use this as a as our wrestling sort of like product mm. and say look we are the, still the free to air home of wrestling which you're not anymore because WWE's on channel 5 now yeah. Um, and yeah it, it, it transpired that it went with the latter which I thought was the most likely case because they're not spending any money making their own show they just got the rights to somebody else who's already put the expense and the risk in I mean obviously if if AEW failed in British TV, they just go, oh, just fucking cancel it then. No reason, there's no harm, no foul to ITV. They'll just put just put another episode of Poirot on or something. They're not going to shit. <laughs> well, that's what I did the first time around. Exactly. Put Midsummer Murders on. Well, it's that thing though. Like AEW's got TNT. They've got Bankroll off Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. Like. Tony Khan seems to be getting a bit more involved. Like he planned out a battle royal, something recently where pretty much everything, everything went to plan. Which wasn't originally what was going to be the case, was it? Because he was just basically taking a back seat. Well, yeah, but. So. Here's the thing, though. It'll be it'll be interesting to see over the next year or so how much AEW grows or mm. um, sinks or whatever. We've got, you've got to remember is if AEW's making money or not. If it isn't making money, million, let me put it this way, millionaires are millionaires for a reason. Mm. They make they know how to make money and they don't like losing money. If 
there's one thing I know about millionaires is they don't like losing money. And anything that makes them lose money, they'll get rid of it as quick as they possibly well can. However, they either sell it on or close it. And if AEW doesn't start making some big cash, which I don't know the clash flow, it could be. They might not be. I can't see it happening right now. The six-month-old promotion. They must have... (laughs) Money, though, to be fair, like with the TV deal and that, mm. and like if they got, like apparently Orange Cassidy is like merchandise and stuff, and they're sort of slowly building towards other streams of revenue, like figures and games and. I know they've got action figures at the minute. I mean, it's as well what you got to think of is like, yeah, they've got game a game potentially that's going to come out, and but you got you got yeah. to have. A, a... You've got the Fight TV subscription. Mm. Where people are paying a five a month to watch Dynamite on Fight TV, plus pay per view revenue. Well, Fight TV revenue. Because you can watch their pay per views through them. Or possibly. Oh, it was ITV box office. It's closed down now, hasn't it? So we have to watch on Fight over it, but. Mm. So. Yeah, possibly. It's it's a case of though, it's how much are you spending to run the show and paying contracts and things like that to what's mm. coming in? And with a viewership of less than a million, if you can get something on there that's going to draw more, you're going to do that. Mm. Which is why I can't see it lasting. I mean, NXT, there's no pressure. There's no pressure for it. It's a developmental... Pro- in the end, it's a, it's a developmental promotion. It can afford to do the numbers it's doing. Mm. Whereas Dynamite's a flagship show to a up-and-coming promoter, promotion. Mm. Well, it's not up-and-coming. It's already up. Well, they've got Dark as well. Mm. Which apparently I think TNT, TNT wants to make more of a thing of as well. And like sort of expand it or whatever. Um, yeah, I wouldn't count them out just yet. Oh, I'm not counting them out yet. But what I'm saying is, they need to. I, I think they inevitably they'll, well, they'll, they'll hopefully have like a long term plan of right, right. This is year one. This is year three. This is year five. This is year ten. Sort of mm. thing. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah, but yes, yeah, is that? But I can't see people like Chris Jericho and the likes being, you know, on tuppence. And if oh, like, they're all on yeah, some money, exactly. And if you're only getting so many viewers, TNT are going to go. Well, you've got three years. Mm. Where's the upturn in viewership? By that time, you're hoping they've actually three years got over at least probably probably three times the viewership they've got now. You're hoping. I'm, I think they will eventually. It's just a case of they're still built, trying to build stars. But like, you've got Orange Cassidy, who's majorly over. You've got Darby Allen, who's majorly over. Who I was one of the first ones to shit on, going, mm. "Nah, guy's too small." You got what they call Jurassic Express. Mm. Like everyone's like, looks at Marco Stunt and gone, "Nah, guy's too small." So all right, we'll put him with a big guy. And everyone's going, oh, I want to watch these. This is it. It's little and large, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yep. 
one of the few things I need to develop on is that I think that a lot of people say their women's division needs work. Yeah, it's shite. Like, but it's you've got Britt Baker, you've got a few other girls, and then you've got a nondescript Japanese girl A, nondescript Japanese girl B, nondescript Japanese girl C. That's it. And you've got the what's, it, what's she called Nyla. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, that's the one. Who's their champ at the minute, I believe. Yeah. And then she's a controversial figure in her own right, but fuck it. It's wrestling. It doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> it's not exactly like a real competition, is it? So does it matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? We had Santina win fucking, what, Miss WrestleMania. Mm. So, fuck it. Who well, cares? People forget it's entertainment at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. End of the day. End of the day, she's booked to lose. She's booked to lose. Doesn't matter if she's male, female, or whatever. You know, she identifies as a fucking panda. Yeah. Like Uncle says, you know, it doesn't matter. It's end of the day. It's, it's predetermined. You know, the only issue is that potentially is if she's a lot bigger than a lot of the roster, which she is. Potentially, there's a, the risk of injury, but at the same time, if she's good at her craft as you would hope the person selling is good at their craft, then obviously they're not going to get fucking injured, are they? Mm. You know what I mean? You had, what, Viscera doing fucking splats, splashes and things like that on the really small wrestlers, and I don't recall him ever seriously injuring anyone. Yeah. If you're good at what you do, you're good at what you do, no matter the size of the wrestler you're against. So, I have no problem at all. <laughs> End of the day. Fuck it, it's, it's entertainment. Mm, entertainment indeed. Yeah, I mean, we had James Ellsworth for the Intergender Championship, didn't we? So <laughs> We won't talk about him, though. Yeah, we, we don't. And so on that note, I think we'll uh, wrap up there. Yeah, we've been talking for, what, two and a half hours, I'd say? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Catching up with all the rest of it, we're probably up to date now. We're up to date and it's like, oh shit, we're behind again. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it's like how we said to people in college. It was like, oh yeah, I've made it, put this new graphics card. But that come in like a week later, it's like, yeah, it's already out of date. Yep. It's like, the new one's come out, it's even better. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing about PCs. As soon as you put something in, it's out of date. <laughs> absolutely. Everything's always out of date as soon as you use it. So, yeah, there we go. So that's our wrestling roundup. Covering August, well, covering January to now. January to now, yeah. Cause we've, 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 we've neglected 2019, the back end of it, because it wasn't great. Um, yes. Uh, drop some plugs. Yes, you can find me on UKRAD Live as well as Coxie. And everyone else in the group, you can find us on Twitter at UKRAD Podcast. We're on all the good podcast catchers out there, such as Stitcher, Apple Music, Spreaker, you name it, we're on there. We also have a Facebook page. But you can also find my alter ego, Steve, from Gunpowder Trees and No Plot, where I tend to take the living shit out of Bungle's character, Rogar. What's your Twitter handle? Oh, yeah, at Steve AOTGTMP. Thank you for reminding me. 
<laughs> well, someone had to. Yeah, someone had to. I normally don't forget that bit. I'm just the booker after all, but you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you can find The Last Art of Wrestling on Facebook uh, or on Twitter at LAOW Podcast. And of course, you can find our uh, main page, Lost Art of Podcasting, on Facebook, on Twitter at Lost Art of Podcast, and on Instagram, Lost Art of Podcasting. We're also available on all good podcast providers, including Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher. Um, you name it, you're there. Other ones, just search for us and it'll come up. If not, tell us and we'll try and get it added. Deezer, we're on that one, I think. And iHeartRadio and Google Play Podcast Thingy Majiggies. Well, for the last start of wrestling, I've been Coxie. And I've been Stupid Sexy Flinders. And you've been listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>